Jacksonville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Everybody knew it made me shine. 
in that bed Hit it up a holler and everything had For my time, but I've been told you never come back from Copperhead Road Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my uh, much more annoying better half. v Hello, Patriots. How am I annoying? I got the ducks out of your pool. It's only taking you, like, fucking, what, six weeks? Not even. They've only been out there for, like, three weeks. But the chickens are in their new enclosure. Uh, the is- Skull and Bones logo is actually the logo for that album. And uh, that will be standby. Anyway, um, the chickens are, are the enclosure is half done. So the chickens is, can still get out, which they're totally happy with because they've turned themselves into free range chickens. And uh, I think Mick shot the gator this morning. So Steve Earl, Steve Earl. 
Uh, Steve Earle, that is the cover for Copperhead Road. So, uh, yeah, Gator, Gator's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I got Gator's him. Gator's dead. So There's so, no way I was missing this motherfucker. Yeah, so the chickens zoomed into their new chicken enclosure, and the ducks are in the old chicken area enclosure with area. their own pool and an L.L. Bean tent. Hey, these are some upscale fucking ducks, <laughs> folks. Let me tell you something. These ducks live a better life than she and I do. I mean, they've got a fucking tent from L.L. Bean. Seriously. Who the fuck does that, you know? Just who does that? Well, my parents gave us a beach tent. We have our own pool. We're not going to the fucking beach. So I set it up. It's a beach pop-up tent. So I set it up for the ducks. So, yeah. Um, yeah, gator down. That's damn so right. Gator down. We are uh, down one gator. I saw him this morning. It wasn't the big one. It's the smaller one of the two. Um, but yeah. I, I saw it stunning on the bank when I, I came home because I forgot something. And I come walking in. I was I come walk, running in the yard. And V-Lynn's running out the front door. And I'm looking at him like, hey, go back, get the gun. She goes, which one? And I was like. Well, there is a fucking list in there. Get Keeper. the one in the studio. I was like, just get the one in the studio wall. And so she's like, okay. So she runs back inside. She grabs that. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm getting the fucking ammo. So I grabbed the ammo, the gun, went, went out, back out, back. And uh, by the time I got out back, still hadn't moved, still was in the same spot, but a little bit more sensitive to the fact that people were hauling ass around in the fucking yard. Yeah. Out in the yard. And so, uh, as soon as I started to approach it, it backed off into the water. And then as I got closer to the bank, it just, it went underwater real quick, shot away. And I watched the bubbles, followed the bubbles, waited, waited, head comes up. And I was like, Oh, this motherfucker is just testing me right now. Like, <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. This bitch going to die today, baby. And so I'm sitting there, I fucking sitting there. I'm waiting for my optics to actual, unfog because it was fucking humid as shit this morning so i'm sitting out there i'm like come on come on come on i'm wiping it down and then i fucking finally grabbed it and like put a bead right on its fucking nugget or right about where i thought its neck was because i knew the neck was going to be wider than anything else and i know i hit it because it jumped um i just i'm not 100 percent sure if i killed it because we i saw body body popped up and then i watched the legs roll over i was like yep that fucker's dead but they don't float they they sink. Well, that completely true. So gators that get a fucking thirteen inch hole blown in their fucking skull, those sink. A gator yeah. shot with a five five six at a little over a, not even a hundred yards. Yeah, they don't normally sink. It takes a little while. So uh, yeah, I think he did need some Gatorade real quick. I was <laughs> like, hey, you need some Gatorade, dude. <laughs> Hydrational dehydration will kill you, motherfucker. Anyway, I will say we did not. We worked outside all day, and we did not see the gator for the rest of the day. So they, the young, not Nick, but my my friend, contractor friend, and I. The young also in the gator world. I guess they eat the elders. So I guess when the elders can't fight back, they just go ahead and fucking tear them apart. Mm. So there is a possibility that happens. <laughs> um, gators normally don't reproduce more than once a year so i don't know it, it'll be interesting to find out what happened to this gator but i'm almost certain this gator uh, he's either dead or he was so severely wounded wherever he crawled off to he went and died yeah uh, because there was no way i was missing at that distance yeah and she even saw the fucker jump too so yeah. we yeah, might have to go looking that. for the boots we might have to go looking for the boots it's okay though. it will blow by tomorrow you're right mm -hmm. so. so we should be able to see it or smell it 
Yeah. Uh, either way, uh, we should have, we got some guests calling in a uh, couple guys that we met this weekend at the Candace Taylor rally, which was awesome. I will be, putting, I obviously got some sun. I will be putting out a video uh, because I did tape her speech. So that way the rest of you all can uh, hear what a real leader sounds like. Um, Cause she gave a fucking phenomenal speech this weekend. I was fucking blown away. Uh, it was really funny. We had some chicky do, from some local cable TV station, local lo, whatever the local Fox affiliate is, WXJCL or fucking, something like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever. So uh, that she came like barreling in, fucking like a freight train, late. Uh, <laughs> and I've got my camera up there, and this bitch is hitting like every step that my tripod is on. And because mind you, we're on one side. The whole other side is wide of open. the media area is wide open. But no, she has to come up within four feet of me. Literally sets up like right next to Mick, and then puts a mask on. <laughs> I just kept I kept coughing <laughs> for the rest of the day. I was sitting there going, <coughs> "Oh, <it's> so funny!" <laughs> and then so me funny. and her are fucking completely. We're vaping as hard as we can. There's like a fucking cloud of vapor trail all over and then we got called um well a bunch of fucking libs by Stu peter oh well okay and so and i know you taped mike mike lindell's speech you taped candace's speech you did not tape Stu peter to Stu peter's speech because he actually went after candace um and we didn't have that much time left on the battery so okay um and good thing, because he really fucking pissed me off. I'll tell you what. It's hard to get me worked up like that, but... I didn't even need to fucking get I was I was so pissed that I went down and bitched at Candace's campaign manager. Like, because I didn't want to bitch at Candace. And I didn't want to bitch at Stu. Uh, and ruin Candace's rally. So I, I chose the next best person. Actually, her, like her, her campaign manager's wife, who is her publicity person. Anyway, um, because first he said, you know, Stu thinks he's like the fucking king of conservative media um, and like he's going to save the world all by himself. That's not how this works. He's like, got some really big shoulders. We, we have to do this together. You, No one can go this alone. Uh, and I'm I'm all about doing things by myself. Trust me, I am. It, it takes a lot for me. Um, I, I like to form a team under me. I like to lead a team. I, I don't necessarily always like to work with a team, but um, that's just me. But in, in this fight, like no, no single one of us is going to win alone. So anyway, Stu said that no one, no one in conservative or alternative media had even mentioned Candace before he brought her on his show and endorsed her. And I was like, I'm, are you fucking kidding me? We had Candace on our show three times before you even knew her, what her, what her name was. Yeah. You didn't even know who she was until nope. you had the whole blowout with, uh, Vernon, Vernon Jones. Jones. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which he's taking full credit for Vernon Jones backing out of the race. Except I was the one that uncovered his staff to play. Yep. And uh, that he had yep. basically bought, Ex Exactly. His, his turn to run yeah. down here in Georgia. So, um, so anyway, so that pissed me off because like Stu's taking full credit for Candace's, you know, rise and, and, you know, meteoric. Don't get me you. wrong. We adore Candace. I love Candace and I'm very happy that Stu Peters has endorsed her, but he is not the king of conservative media. Okay. No. So, um, and then, and I guess they had told him that Fox News was up in the stands next to Mick. 
And he didn't realize that she had already left and gone down. As soon as Mike Lindell stopped speaking, she went down to the lower level. No, it was as soon like as behind the, yeah, it was like no, halfway through. Candace's she speech. literally got up and stopped during Candace's speech. Like, yeah, who the fuck's you? Anyway, don't get me started on that one. So uh, they told him that Fox News was up there. And so he was he said something about um, the peaceful protests. And I was like, oh, I guess you media up there and we're recording those peaceful protests. And he's pointing at Mick. So my response fucking called him liberal media. Was this? I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And Mick's up there wearing a, a Candace Taylor T-shirt with a, a sweating my balls a off because it's hundred dollar camera. Like we're not obviously we're not Fox News because we'd have some super telephoto lens that would be able Seriously, to touch your nuts. We literally at that took the, the camera that we're using right now, stuck it on a bigger tripod, and brought it with us. But oh no! All of a sudden, we're fucking Fox News. Kiss my ass. Fuck you, Stu Peters. Anyway, I'm done. I was a little pissed. So um, just just at that, because he seems to think that, you know, no one else is as good as him and he can go it alone. And, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, he said he said God told him to, to start a podcast and tell the truth. Well, you know what? God told us the same thing. But unfortunately, God didn't tell anyone else to give us a whole bunch of money to do it. So we weren't able to start up with the whole big studio and production crew and, you know, money behind us. No, we took our personal savings. We bought a couple uh, cameras and microphones and a decent computer. And we have built this from the bottom up, going all the way up on, on our own. Okay. No one's helping us. So Stu Peters can kiss my ass. So and I'm done. It, you're absolutely right, Sparky boy. I guess you did. Told you about Stu Luminati before. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Very very yep. good. Very good call on that mm -hmm. one. Forgot all about that. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> what? Wicked and early, dude. Are you trying to make me piss my pants right now? <laughs> Not this early. Uh, hate is when someone is like, "I'm the man. I will do it by myself. I'm better than everyone else. Fuck out of here." Yeah. All right, it wasn't as funny as I thought it was. So, anyway, I'm, uh, I'm should have dick punched that fucker. Completely agree. If I ever <laughs> see Stu Peters out, if, nah, I can't do that. I, That's no, like a no. threat, dude. That's yeah. like a threat. No, with the devil not weapon. doing it. I did dick punch. Well, you not know really. what? He'll, I neck punched. He'll get a fucking he'll gator get his today. Come up and thank you, Pequest, for the cookie. Appreciate that. Um, he'll yeah, get, fuck he'll, Stu. He'll, I, I didn't know that about him. And... I got I got to be honest with y'all. I did not know that about him. I thought he was like, I mean, he's he's traveling with Mike Lindell. He's on Mike Lindell's private plane. All right. Let me just give you a little clue. Mike Lindell remembered who she was. Yeah. He remembered who I like, was. He didn't remember my name, but he recognized my face. He was like, don't I know you? And uh, I was well, like, oh, he yeah, remembered we met mine. in Tulsa. Yeah. He remembered mine. Yeah. Yeah. He said, ah, Mick. But we hadn't, I hadn't actually introduced myself to him before. We'd just seen each other in passing in, in Tulsa. You introduced yourself to him. Well, yeah, because nobody else was around him. And I, I just know. walked right it up to great. him and everybody else's balls kind of fell on the floor. But, and and this time I did that. I, I went up to Mike Lindell and, and he was like, I know you. And I was like, yeah, we met in Tulsa. And, so um, understand when Mike Lindell remembers people like that, remembered me by my name. I said, I'm promo code defiant. That <laughs> she liked is it. he that tells me a lot about the person tells me a lot that he, his personal interactions with other people, even people maybe smaller than he is, or maybe at the same level as he is. Everyone's smaller than he is because Mike Lindell is a very large man. He, he remembers you no matter what. And that says a lot to me. I don't care as a man that says a lot because you yeah. can look me in the eye and say, call me by my first name without some little fucking dweeb behind you going, 
oh yeah, Mick, how you doing? And playing it off like you were just being whispered some top secret information from some queer who just told you that his fucking, <laughs> he still has his vibrator shoved up his butthole. No, he's like a real guy. He was like, he remembered my name. Mm -hmm. He shook my hand. He talked to her. Um, I didn't really get a chance to talk to him. I just saw him and I shook his hand. He's like, Mick. And I was like, I was blown away that he remembered my name. I was like, holy shit. Okay. That's pretty badass." And st Mike Lindell is a very down to earth guy yeah. traveling with him in Mike Lindell's private plane is Stu Peters. So automatically I know it made an ass out of you and me. I get it. But automatically I assumed, okay, well, Stu Peters is on the level, you know, he is, he's with us. He's not against us. Uh, but to hear that type of speech at, it was definitely all about Stu, very little about Candace. Yes, he endorsed her. Great. But I mean, there he was, there talked a lot about I, 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 I. It's like, all right, dude, we get it. You're, you're so badass. You are, you're a skinny little dweeb, but you're uber badass. I get it. <laughs> well, he was a bounty hunter. For who? Dog? <laughs> Did dog hire him? Uh, what, what the fuck is with bounty hunters and they're always fucking like uber know. Christian, like Bible thumping, I'll throw the Bible at you and kill you with it type. <laughs> well, I'm going to literally water beat you with the Bible until I can handcuff you and bring you back. Correct. Yeah. Why yeah. is that? Does, any, does Did anybody else notice that? I mean, I saw fucking dog the bounty hunter. I walk around walking with Christ. That's the other one that I've seen on fucking <laughs> Annie. What? Walk, who writes? Who says I'm going to name my tv show about bounty hunting motherfuckers <laughs> walking, with, walking christ. with christ that's fantastic bring them back to god any way you can dude smash man green i am teaching my dog to dick punch four hole punch don't you worry she actually practiced on her brother he had a full puncture wound through his lippy to go to the vet today I, i'm just through and through uh, I, I'm, I'm blown away by that <laughs> one that one just kind of fucking just drives me nuts um <sighs> like yeah. he has a rap video for real? <laughs> Stu Peters has a... Somebody find me that rap video. That's hysterical. I want to see that. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. But okay. either way. Anyway. Tonight, the uh, other person who pissed us off, but she always... Her, her whole existence pisses us off is that dumb fucking cunt Stacey Abrams. You remember what she said? You heard it on the news this morning. I got the audio. It's just an audio. It's an MP3. I don't know... It, I don't know if it'll work to play it from here. You remember what she said? Yeah, you, but I, okay. Well, I don't know if this really takes the cake though. Cause there's more stuff that's way more important than some fat bitch with a railroad track stuck in the middle of her teeth. <laughs> no, no, we got, we got shit to go by. We got, we got shit. That's really pressing. Like well, uber I pressing. figured we'd talk about the Georgia elections first. Cause we started with the Candace rally. So I got the audio from Stacey uh, Abrams and uh, a clip about what's going on in Georgia right now, right there. So why don't you start with those? Okay. Okay. So really the big thing yesterday that I, I took away from all of that. And, uh, I, I don't know how the rest of the Georgians received it, who were there, if you were there, um, if you weren't not a problem, like I said, I will be releasing the video from it. Um, I'm going to try and do it tonight. It will be before tomorrow night. Um, but the bigger part of it is listening to what she said 
and hearing something that I never thought I'd really hear before at a Republican rally. But the Democrats, uh, especially here in Georgia, are uber, fuck the Democrats, the Republicans too. The Republicans are the probably worse than the Democrats right now. The rest of the Republican Party is absolutely fucking losing their mind here in Georgia. Terrified. They are scared to death. Scared to death. You know, it's funny. Um, actually, as our, our our friend was leaving today, our contractor that's been building our enclosure, um, I said to him, because tomorrow's his daughter's middle school graduation. Yep. He was like, don't call it a graduation. It's fucking middle school. Like, she got a graduation. Uh, she's graduating from middle school during No Child Left Behind. That's not graduation. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. God damn it, Sparky boy. You're going to make me <laughs> piss my pants. The, the Gator, Gator Mix shot was last seen dragging itself in between Abrams' front teeth. <laughs> That's great. But anyway, so I, I reminded him. So he's he's not coming to, to work on the enclosure tomorrow because <laughs> oh, uh, he's at his daughter's thing. So that's cool. Um, and uh, so I was like, well, don't forget to go vote tomorrow. He said, oh, is that tomorrow? I said, yes. And he was like, all right. And I said, and you're voting for Candace, right? And he was like, of course I'm voting for Candace. He goes, I think she's going to win. And I was like, I said, yeah, the media won't talk about her. He goes, but that's all, no one else is talking about anyone else. Said, no one is talking about anyone else. And you see Candace signs everywhere. Words out of his mouth. He said, it's like Trump all over again. You see very, you see very few Purdue, very few Kemp signs, but you see a whole lot of Candace signs. Yeah, and it's really funny. I uh, uh, there was a the one of the houses I was at today. I'll be there tomorrow again. Uh, he's got a great big Kemp sign out in front of his house, so hopefully he's there. So that'll be fun. Yeah, because I'm gonna ask him some hard, hardcore questions. But then I found out something else too. It was kind of weird today because halfway through the day, I, I get my normal afternoon kind of update of what's going on all over not only my social media but my mail and everything else and i got a weird email and i got it from uh the 2a gun association something 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 of georgia of mm -hmm. america it's weird it's of georgia but of america um so oh shoot there he is all right so real quick folks uh we've got uh, he's running for 12th district Georgia State House. Mm -hmm. uh, so if I got any locals in here that uh, know uh, know this uh, shaggy fella. Um, by Rome, but not actually Rome. Yes. It's, like it's up and around that around area. Rome, except for Rome. Correct. Yeah. So everybody give a warm patriot welcome to Robert none other Watson. than Robert Watson. Welcome to the show. Hey. hey. How you Thank doing? Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. Happy to have you on. So tell our tell our audience about you, where you're from, what you're doing, and why you decided to do this. All right. Well, my name is Robert Watson. I'm uh, from beautiful Somerville, Georgia. As you can see, we've got a lot of friends here. We're having a we're having a bit of a get together down here. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm running for state representative for District 12, which is Chattooga County, Georgia. And it's northern Floyd County, Georgia. Most of Floyd County except for Rome. And, um, well, the main reason I'm doing this is the same reason y'all are running your podcast, the same reason Mick is on the on the journey that he's on. You know, we're, we're patriots. We're, we're regular individual people who are, who are fed up with the establishment, where we're fed up with the, with the direction this government's going. And, and we're, we're tired of our, our liberty being stripped from us and us not having a voice. So 
by God, it's the American way. We we jumped out. We jumped in the fight. We got on ballots. We put our names down. We put our money down, and we're standing up, and, and we're challenging these incumbents. Even though we haven't done this before, we're, we're challenging the incumbents to, to get out here on the field with us on May 24th. Lace up your boots and let's go. You know what I mean? That's the one day they can't hide from us. You can't hide from us in the Gold Dome on this day. That's the day that, that you've got to come out here with us. And you've got to play by the same rules we do, we hope. And, and yeah, we're, we're doing it old school style. We're out knocking on doors. We're going grassroots. We don't have, you know, we don't have all the funding. We don't have uh, all the connections, all the, all the political prowess, and we don't give a damn. We're, we're doing it the old way. We're knocking on doors. We're talking to folks. What's that? Uh, and I got to tell you this, uh, when I met you this weekend and heard your speech, heard what you talk about when you went up, I, I, I was like, man, I got to go talk to that guy. Well, a, because of your hat, but B, um, the other, there was a lot of things that you said that, I, I mean, even down here where I live as compared to where you live way up there in the Northern part of, uh, good old Georgia there, we, we have the, a, a connection there with the things that you were talking about. For instance, even up there, you guys feel this political BS of people, you know, pushing their, imposing their will, so to speak, illegally on people. Um, not only that, you're not being represented prop. I'm guessing properly at the state house to include, I mean, we've already seen what our, our governor's done. Um, what type of pushback have you received since you've been campaigning? Well, I've I've definitely received some uh some some back. My mic it keeps muting on me. Um, I'll be honest with you, the most uh <laughs> the most pushback that I've heard is is about this, and 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 about this. They say, oh, you can't get elected with that. You don't you don't look like a you don't look credible. You don't look like a politician and. To that, I just have to tell everybody, well, there's a real good reason for that, you know, it's because I'm not one and I, I don't want to be one. And you're absolutely right. This message, it's not just for Republicans and it's not just for, for conservatives. This transcends party lines. It transcends areas across the state. It's, it's sort of like being at a sort of like being at a Trump rally where just about everybody that you go talk to, you're you're of a mind. You're, you're on the same page. You, you all feel the same way and you feel like everything you say, they're just, they're nodding along the whole time because we all really do feel the same. And, and we all are, we all are going through the same things. This government's coming after everybody, this establishment, they're coming after all of us. It doesn't matter if you vote Democrat. It doesn't matter if you vote Republican. It doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter if you're white, if you're gay, if you're straight, man, woman. It doesn't matter. They don't care. They want power, and they want to rule over us, and that's why we've all got to stand together. One another, side to side, shoulder to shoulder, look at each other, look at complete strangers and say, just like they did you know, 246 years ago when a bunch of farmers and merchants and people that weren't politicians and didn't exactly know what they were doing, but knew that they were right, knew that they were being infringed upon, and knew that they had been backed into a corner, that, that there was nowhere else to go, nothing else to do but to stand up and fight, 
and they looked at each other and they said, I don't know you. You may be from a different state or a different colony, but I'll die for you and you'll die for me. I'll fight for your kids. You fight for mine. That was what it was about then. And that's what it's about now. And it's because of them that I'm able to stand here and talk to you that you've got the freedom of press to put your show on that I had the freedom to go down to Atlanta and put, put my money down and get on this ballot. It's, it's because of that. And it's not a right. It's not a choice. It's not an option. It's a duty. All right. They put it in words that were so perfect because they knew this was going to happen again. Uh, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, Sam Adams, all, all the great original patriots do at some point, at some time down the line that the government they were creating might be just as tyrannical as the government they were about to fight and throw off. So to keep us from having to fight with guns again, they gave us this chance, but they established it as a duty, as an obligation, as a debt. And they knew that good people would rise up. They knew that patriots will always stand up for the stars and stripes. And hey, if I can if I can take a second and show you just one thing here, this is down in, like I say, this is down in Somerville. But you see back behind me, you see all these flags, all these flags, every one of these flags has a cross at the bottom because we're coming up on a holiday here. And every one of those crosses at the bottom, they've got a name written on them. And that's for one of our local heroes who's not going to come back home right here. That is what it's all about right there is those heroes that have fought, died, that never got to came back to Georgia, never got to come home to here. That's why we're able to be here. So we honor them and we salute them. And I promise you, me and, and two other buddies of mine, one of them hopefully you'll meet here in just a couple of minutes when we came out to the park today, it's, it's been raining in Georgia all day long and the ground is soaking wet. And, and when we pulled up, a bunch of the flags had fallen over out here, leaning over, a couple of them were on the ground. So the first thing we did before we even unpacked the food, so we came out here with a hammer and we beat every one of these back into the ground, standing up straight like they need to be. So much honor to them. They're why we are where we are right now. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. So tell me something. Hey, where can, uh, if any of our folks want to reach out and help, I know it's only like one night in Georgia. I'm going to say it again, North Georgia, especially uh, everywhere in Georgia, uh, get out and vote, Fuck, vote, vote, vote. I'm telling you, I'm, I, I used to have the doomsday clock. Remember in the old studio, you used to have the doomsday clock up there. And I said, we were like uh, 47 seconds from midnight. Uh, we're probably now as this pushes closer and closer and closer, this is going to be, if you don't know what's going to happen here in Georgia, I can tell you this right now. If there's any shenanigans, any funny business, uh, this is where we're going to hear it. This is that shot that's going to be heard around the world because if there's more bullshit that like what took place in 2020 happened here. This is a powder keg down here. I know a lot of people don't realize that, but you come down to Georgia right now, there's a lot of tension in the air. Uh, we just got cleared too to walk around set two way style in Georgia. We have constitutional carry. Now I can tell you there's a lot of, I, I saw it this weekend. I was very impressed and happy all at the same time. Um, 
but I can tell you this is not going to be good if there's any funny business that comes out, especially during this election, especially down here. It will be a powder keg. And uh, I can also tell you that he is right on the line. And if you don't know who to vote for, I have told you, vote for the guy you don't know. Vote for the name on the roster that you don't know. If you know everybody else, fine. But vote for the one guy you don't know because 90% of the time when you vote for that one guy you don't know, he's probably somebody like us who's fighting the good fight, like going to be there for four years and gets the F out. Yeah. Vote for the person that you haven't seen on the news that you, you haven't seen glowing pieces about in the, you know, the what the Atlanta observer yeah, the journal, constitutionalist whatever, or journal whatever the whatever the is. fuck it is like you know it, vote for the person that you've seen hit pieces about because yeah. yeah those are the people that they're really scared of those those pe people are putting hit pieces about oh yeah the, that's the person you want to vote for so um, so where can people go to help you out um obviously go out and vote but where where can we go find you and help you out definitely man i appreciate that i mean obviously i'm on facebook you can find me on there as robert watson for georgia but that's also my website name. It's www.robertwatsonforgeorgia.com. That's all spelled out. It's all one word. There's no letter or numbers in there or anything else. And I want to I wanna underline your point that you made a second ago. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you don't know the name on the ballot, there's probably a real good reason for that. It's probably because it's somebody that's either being suppressed or, like you mentioned, the hit pieces on. If you've seen bad stuff about them, they only do that if we're a threat to the establishment. If, if they suppress us or they're putting those hit pieces out, it's because they're doing what they think they have to in their little minds to, to keep us out. And also, if, if you're not sure, anybody with that little eye beside their name, any incumbents, they need to go. They've showed us for years where they're at, what they're planning, and they absolutely need to go. So if, if they get an incumbent by their name, that's it. That's my wife. She just said, <laughs> vote him out. <laughs> now, uh, tell me, Robert, is this a is this a primary for you or is this the election for you? It's both. It's a primary and it's against a 10 year incumbent. Okay. Guy that's been in there for a long damn time. He's he's turned into a, like a yes man. He's he's even gone so far as to in Georgia, yeah. House House representative for District 12. I don't know if I should call his name on here or not. But uh, I'll say this. It rhymes with uh, Freddie Dumston. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the best I can give you. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it rhymes with. But, yeah, he's a 10-year he's a Republican. He's got the, he's got the Sterling um, resume and all that. But it's also, for us, it's also the uh, – it might as well be the general, too – because there's no Democrat in this race. So tomorrow, May 24th, man, it's for all the marbles. Whoever wins this will be on the, will be on the ballot unopposed in November. So this is the, yeah, this is the one right here. Hey, did you guys get my message about, uh, about yeah. Mac McGregor? Yeah. As soon as, uh, as soon as you get him in or as soon as he, he shows up to where you're at, uh, just go ahead and come back in the show and we'll, your link should still be good. Yep. All right, cool, man. Because he's right over here. Everybody's just chilling, having hot dogs, having a great time. We've uh, there. Yeah, bring him on over. Bring him on over. Excellent, Matt. 
So that was Robert uh, Watson. He's running for the 12th district in Georgia, in Georgia North the Georgia, Georgia. State House, yeah. yep, for the Georgia State House. Uh, now we're getting uh, Matt McGregor. He's running for. Hey, everybody. Hello, Howdy, Mr. McGregor. Sir. How you doing? How y'all doing? We're Fantastic. good. I'll give it to you. Give no, me a wait a minute. This, now you're going to give this, me. A... Now I'm about to hand it off. You see what I'm doing? <laughs> but uh, And look, look, this man knows what it's all about right there on the side. That's yep. it. That's it right there. He can't pack in the way it always should be. I just want to take a second and say, Mac McGregor is the real deal. This is our next lieutenant governor of Georgia. And when he's there, man, he's going to handle some business the right way. So I'm going to hand this phone to him. I'm going to let y'all talk to him for a second. And I would love to come back on and say bye to everybody. But thank you guys for what you're doing, Mac. Here you uh, go, oh, man. Okay, let me see if I can do this without killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Mr. Hell, man. So you are live on the Patriot Party podcast. We're down here in Richmond Hill, Georgia. Um, we, okay. we met Robert at the Candace rally yesterday. Um, and, and I'm so glad you're on because I've, I've actually, I just asked Mick this morning. I was like, who's this Burt guy for Lieutenant governor? I was like, didn't Trump endorse him? He was like, yeah. And I was like, eh, I'm, I'm not real keen on the Trump endorsements these days to be quite honest, especially here in Georgia. So, so tell us about you. Um, why are you doing this and how's it going? And, uh, well, actually it's going fairly well. And actually we're running neck and neck with Bart Jones. What people need to understand is that he signed in a machine and the drop boxes that Georgia had never seen before. And he also signed in on the machine that weren't even vetted first. Then you also got to look at them running around talking about, they want to get rid of the drop boxes, but yet they signed on to SB 202 that kept the drop boxes. So it makes you kind of wonder where they're at. But also, you know, they're running around talking about their Christianity and how Christian they are, but yet they signed on to HB 1013 that tells you that pedophilia is now a mental illness instead of a crime. Where are these guys coming from? Is this the kind of stuff that we really want to sign up on here in the state of Georgia? No, I don't think so. Some of the reasons why I'm standing up, because as lieutenant governor, I wouldn't have never let them bills pass. I would have, I'd have, I would have put them in the ethics committee and let them rot. What have you been in, in touch with Candace Taylor? Uh, we text every great once in a while. Uh, I, I keep checks on her, see how she's doing. Cause I know she's been running all over the state like I do. And sometimes we just talk every great once in a while just to make sure we're okay. And we're still alive. Okay. <laughs> Well, that, that is, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Fantastic. So, um, so where can people find you? Uh, what's your website? Are you on Facebook, Twitter, social media? Yes, ma'am. Pretty much. I'm on, on across all platforms. You can find me anywhere. You can Google me, Yahoo me. Uh, you can also go to my website, McGregorForGeorgia.com, and you can see what I'm about. I don't just put up a plain website. M-A-C-R-M-C. M-A-C or M-C, McGregor? It's M-A-C-K-M-C-G-R-E-G-O-R. Just, yeah, just like the McGregors from back in the day. We've been fighting tyranny and we've been fighting our government forever. Okay. So, hey, uh, folks, again, this is another one. And here you go. Like I said, if you don't know who to vote for, if you're unsure, vote for the guy that you haven't heard anything about or you've heard a lot of bad stuff about. Yeah. Because normally they're the same. We're the same people, especially <laughs> if it's coming from the Republican Party. I can tell you that right now. Uh, and, get out. And honestly, I, honestly, I can tell you this. 
I'm the only candidate running for lieutenant governor that's had the FBI called on him twice for pushing back on the government. Enough said. I love it. Said. Love it. it. I already automatically endorse you now. So now you've been endorsed (laughs) by us as well. So go ahead. Okay. So we well, and we always ask a couple of questions um, when we have political candidates on here. Obviously, uh, given what Robert showed us on your hip right off the bat, I'm I'm assuming two A constitutional carry. We can skip that one. Um, uh, Abortion. Where do you stand on abortion? Where I stand on abortion is what does the Bible tell you? Life begins at conception, and that's the end of that. So the moment of conception is life. Roe v. versus Wade, if it goes back to the States, yeah, I'm going to ban it. I'm going to try my best to ban it. Excellent. Um, And then uh, election fraud. Do you feel, do you think the 2020? I know for a fact Trump won because also on top of that, I and 44 others in December of 2020 petitioned the federal grand jury and they had literally, we had a retired federal judge write the petition, and for them to kill us not to be heard in the federal grand jury, they literally put a bench warrant out on the federal grand jury. So I've been pushing ever since. And I also helped Mike Landell and a few others deliver 50,000 affidavits to Governor Kemp's office. So, yeah, I, that, that was malfunction, and we shouldn't, we shouldn't be in this predicament to begin with. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, last but not least, January 6th. Uh, were you there? Do you know anyone that was there? Um, do you know what really happened? Do you, do you know the real story behind that? January the 6th, all I know is that they're political prisoners. I wasn't there. Um, I don't have any friends that were there. Um, to me, if you're, get, if you're getting thrown in jail without due process, that's a problem to me. And you know, and Margie Taylor Green stepping up and talking about, you know, look, they need due process. They need to be, look, what does the Constitution tell you? A speedy and rightful trial. So isn't it about time that they got what they needed to get or either that or let them go? Quit holding them as a political prisoner. Yeah. Well, now you have friends that were there because Mick and I were both there. We didn't go inside the Capitol. We were um, um, closer to the ellipse. Uh, we walked over to the Capitol. We were warned by some some friends that worked in the White House not to go into the Capitol. So we stayed on the outskirts and had a, an exit strategy because uh, we knew some nasty shit was going to go down there and that it wasn't right. being perpetrated by our side. Um, there were definitely some um, agent provocateurs in there. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I tell you, at the Ellipse, it was amazing. It was uh, six and a half million people, quite literally, all singing i mean saying the lord's prayer singing hymns and um every possible race creed sexuality you can imagine literally every national and nationality everyone was there it was it was like woodstock seriously um right you know it was uh, yeah no don't get me wrong now i've seen the videotapes that have come out i've done my own research on it and yeah it's it's a bunch of crap is what it is and i think it's about time we end that Ah, last question. Uh, no, Shannon, two, one okay. more left. After uh, this one. Shannon Trees says, uh, what about the Georgia Guidestones? Will you push for them to come down? Yes, absolutely. Who are they to tell us what God created and how and we're not supposed to call the earth. We got to leave that up to God. So absolutely. That needs to come down. And uh, one more. Uh, what about Harrison Deal, the young man that was blown sky high when Kemp mentioned an audit? 
Exactly. You know, I don't know the full story behind that. I've heard stuff about the young man. I just hadn't really looked into it. I don't know. I would have to I'd literally have to become the lieutenant governor to be able to dig off that more, to be able to get the facts and, and present the facts. I'm not a hearsay kind of guy. I got to have the facts in front of me. You mean you would actually open an investigation into it further than what GBI and uh, Pooler and the Georgia State Patrol did? Uh, well, they opened an investigation accident, and then the GBI investigator committed suicide. He was killeried pretty quick and then they shut everything down. So, yeah. Absolutely. I'd have to I'd have to dig off into that some more. And when I tell you I'm after the corruption, I'm after the corruption. I don't care how deep it is. I don't care if it's in your local area. I don't care if it's at your state level. But And you definitely don't bring it down from the federal level because you're going to get punished. I'm going to seek the truth and I'm going to give Georgia the truth. I'm done with the lies, the stealing, the cheating. And I'm, I'm done with all the child trafficking, human trafficking. It's time to end this. So, folks, there it is. If you live in Georgia, this is your next lieutenant governor, Mac McGregor, uh, Mac McGregor, and uh, a, a Taylor McGregor. Hey, you can't fucking beat that one. I'm sorry. There's <laughs> just no way. <laughs> Stacy, you know, brainstick freaking Abrams has got another thing coming, and <laughs> she thinks that she's gonna be able to roll over the two well, of you. She said that this is the worst place to live. Yeah, uh, yeah. She just yeah, said yeah. that today. Yeah, she said yes. that uh, Georgia is the worst place to live. Hey, do We're you going to move to New York? Exactly. I will help her pack. We'll help her pack. I'll be right back. I'll put it in her. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We'll crowdfund her gas money to get out of here. We'll rent her a U-Haul. I, I don't think we got one, one big enough. One just for her and one for her. <laughs> Guys, I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm going to hand this back over to Robert. So y'all have fun. And God yes, bless you all. All right. So everyone, if you haven't, if you haven't voted in Georgia yet, and you live in Georgia and you are legal to vote, please go out and vote. If you're in the North, yes. Robert Watson. All right. Anywhere in Georgia, vote for Mac McGregor for a Lieutenant governor, vote for Candace Taylor for governor. If you have already voted in Georgia, but you know, someone who hasn't voted yet, even if you voted for someone else and now you've changed your mind, you know what you can do? Find two people and change their minds and get them to vote for these fine people because one vote will cancel out your vote and the other one will be a vote in their column, right? And if you can find five people and change their minds, then... Hey, check them all down there. Keep going. Like, we got to get people out to vote. Start a ferry service to, to the freaking voting place whoa, whoa, whoa. in your now neighborhood. You're sounding... Whoa, <laughs> slow your roll. Hey, if they can do it, we can do it. All right? Just yeah. don't do it wearing a Candace Taylor shirt because that's illegal. Yeah, just <laughs> do it wearing an Abrams 2022 shirt. <laughs> there you go. Take a page out of their book. Let's dress as Democrats. Right. <laughs> well, thanks so much, guys. You guys have a great time. We'll let you get back to your constituents. And let us know how uh, how y'all end up. Yeah. How you fare tomorrow night. Please. Absolutely. Definitely, Good. definitely. Hopefully, after we both get elected, we can come back on and share the good word with everybody. Absolutely, okay? we are locked. The, by God, the Patriots won. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Fantastic. All right. We will talk right. to you later, gentlemen. Have a great night. All right. God bless you guys. Thank y'all. Good luck. We'll be praying God bless. for you. All right. Fantastic. Yes. So, as you can see, both of them had beards. Yes. Awesome. I love it. Love, love the beard. Love it. Fights. All right. So, so yes, so that happened last night. Um, well, forget this because I already said what Stacey Abrams said. I don't want to fucking listen to her say it. So, but play this other one, this outnumbered one, um, because you know if you remember, if y'all remember what uh, Biden said about our 
wonderful new vo voting law here in Georgia where, you know, you actually have to show ID and there's like signature matching and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's, that was like amazing, right? Jim Crow 2.0, Jim right? Jim Crow 2.0. It yeah. was like it made Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. I don't know who the fuck Jim Eagle is. I don't is know still, who Jim Eagle whatever. is. Whatever. Um, but, you know, everyone was like, this is the and they are suppressing the minority vote. It's so bad. And no one's ever going to vote again in Georgia. Go ahead and play this. Tomorrow is primary day in Georgia, and the state has already seen record numbers of early voters, more than double from 2020 and 2018. And reports are that the minority turnout is especially high. Now, this all seems to fly in the face of the avalanche of criticism against Georgia's election integrity law, which included criticism that it would spark voter suppression. Remember that wave of corporate backlash with Major League Baseball moving the All-Star game out of, out of Atlanta, for example, and does Dozens of companies, including Georgia-based Coca-Cola and Delta, making bold statements about their opposition to the law. And of course, the liberal media blasting the law as not just racist. Watch. Tonight's lead, Jim Crow 2.0. Brian Kemp hastily and behind closed doors signed a law putting Georgia on an express train back to the Jim Crow era. This is racism plus corruption. There's a lot of evidence that says it's not just voter suppression, but it's suppression of particular voters. Make no mistake about it. This bill is about nothing less than taking away the right to vote. That is all it is plain and simple. That's a lot of drama. And the Department of Justice even filed a lawsuit over Georgia's new voting law. And of course, you'll remember the president weighed in. Watch. It is the most pernicious thing. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. This is Jim Crow on steroids, what they're doing in, in Georgia and 40 other states. Jim Crow 2.0 is about two insidious things. All right. Uh, Voter uh, suppression. An election subversion. I am tired of listening to this Stop. motherfucker. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, we've heard all that. No, where no one so, sleeps deeply. Why, why the pillows are bad and no the sheets idea. are made what cheaply. What did you do? I have no idea. <laughs> 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 Fucking A. Wow. Shut up. Good job. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, uh, I'm done with that. But what she said is accurate. I mean, this is true. This more is than double all the vote. And it's more Republicans than Democrats. And they're Candace's votes. Yeah, they're Candace's votes. This I'm is uh, this is what we're this is what we're up against down here. So I'm dead serious when I say that this is a powder keg. If you all don't realize that Georgia, it's you can feel the tension in the air. We're just waiting. Yeah, like literally, you all think about this. Um, we've all dealt with this retard now for what th two years, and we're coming up on our third with this dumbass. We're going into going into the third. Mm. We're, we all want to stab ourselves in the forehead with the machetes over and over again because this retard keeps opening his mouth. He can't keep his mouth shut. He opens his mouth at the most inopportune times and sometimes accidentally gets us involved in shit we shouldn't be involved in. And I can tell you where something else is going in the future. But I've heard a lot concerning uh, this whole thing about this Georgia law and everything else and about these companies uh, that have gone woke. Um, there are companies that no matter what, we can't really get away from, uh, GMC can't get away from GMC. Um, go ahead. You fly anywhere in the United States without getting on a fucking plane from Delta. No, thank you. I don't want to fly anywhere. I'm scared of the pilots. Don't expect your uh, luggage to arrive. Come on. Uh, that's damn straight. That's what's going to happen. Um, Oh, it's the nightly puppy visit. There's, there's all of that wonderful stuff going on. And yet, would you stop? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. 
Go lay down. Get out. Mm -hmm. Out. So, Good girl. Go on down. No, no, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> and it had, it was actually very important. But this is what your local elections, followed by your national elections, what type of ramifications we suffer. There's always circumstances surrounding an election. Doesn't elections matter who have you consequences. are. We always, there's always a consequence, mm -hmm. no matter who you vote for. And realize again, I'm going to. Let V Lynn take her little win on this one. She can dance around the fucking room. <laughs> not with my headphones on. With the her t-shirt so off, <laughs> swinging around her head, screaming no, North, Carolina. <laughs> um, North Carolina. <laughs> if you don't agree on 100% of the things, that's fine. What's a passing grade still today? 70%. If you agree on 70% of the issues, you can probably... See eye to eye with that person. You could probably vote for that person. The Democrats have become so pinpoint in what they agree on. And those two topics, whatever they are, two or three topics, whatever you all agree on, they can leverage racism, hate, sexism, uh, whatever you want to call it. White supremacy. They can leverage that against you on every other issue. So you're almost beat in to. I, I don't keep going. I bid thee good day, sire. I have no idea. He said, uh, sir, not, not a lot. I bid thee good day, sir, sire. Okay. Anyway, um, this is what they do. This is how they do it. And they beat the shit out of you until you agree with those three points. And then now you're a full-fledged Democrat. We're here. You know what? We can disagree. Mm-hmm. I can disagree with her. I've disagreed with her. You've all seen it. We've gotten an argument. Actually, I disagree with him more than he disagrees with me. But okay. I, I, I get angry with the bullshit that we heard this weekend. And there was a lot of bullshit uh, from a lot of other people, not from the people we agree with. Uh, there was a ton of crap thrown out there, whatever. But the liberals here in Georgia are correction, not the liberals, the Republicans here in Georgia, the lady that I talked to the other day that I explained to all of you what happened. Um, and there's more of that to come too. So just stand by on that folks. Uh, it's going to get deeper and deeper. Uh, me and the press had a long conversation today. Um, but there, there's a lot of shit out there that's going on right now that we're trying to, we need to fix and we need to keep conversation open as long as we can. Yeah. I'm not saying that conversation will ever die. And when it does, that's normally when the shooting starts. But what I, what I am strictly saying is that right now the conversation is still ongoing. We need to let that conversation persist. And if that means a couple more of us have to go jump on grenades, that means me and Justin are going to go become president and vice president. Period. You might actually end up getting thrown on a grenade at that point. Which case, whatever. It's all, all worth the time. Or your secret service detail will. Anyway, so but, they were they were going on in the chat about um, the World Economic Forum. I, I did have that up. I was going to get to it later, but they, I think they really want to talk about. Uh, yeah, no, 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 because now I know that. No, they're not allowed now. Now daddy's going to take control <laughs> of rings because I got to tell you, there is something way bigger than that that happened this, this weekend. Okay. You mean Huge. Biden calling for a uh, war in Taiwan? No, even bigger than that. Really? 
eat way, way bigger, bigger than that. Way bigger than that. Okay. What came out and none other than the Washington Examiner this weekend? What's that? Anybody tracking this one? Hmm. While using the COVID swab Test. thingy, yeah. what, what's it called? The um, the the PCR test. PCR test. Yeah. You know what they found? What? They found the exact monkeypox strain that is going around right now. On the tests? Yes. Which means it was created in the same lab, which also means wait, that- Wait, wait, wait. So were the tests infected with monkeypox or they found it in the PCR testing? They found the DNA in the PCR testing alone. Okay. At what cycle was the PCR, PCR test done? Fuck if I know. I, I don't remember that shit. I'm not a fucking scientist. Uh, the study was published in February 2022 before the latest international outbreak of monkey monkeypox cases appeared to have been around. The Wuhan Institute of Virology assembled monkeypox virus genome, allowing the virus to be identified through PCR testing using a method researchers flagged for potentially creating con contagions and pathogens on a national pulse the national pulse can reveal. The study was first published in February 2022, just months before the latest international outbreak of monkeypox cases appeared and has now have reached the United States. This paper, which is also authorized by the Wuhan Institute of Virology researcher um, <laughs> in the scientific journal Virologica Sinica, also follows the worldwide scale and use of the polymers chain reaction or the PCR tests, which identify COVID-19 positive individuals. Research has appeared and I to identify a portion of monkeypox virus genome from the latest PCR tests that are also efficient assembly of large fragment of monkeypox monkeypox virus genome uh, updated in the PCR template using a dual section based transformation associated recombination. So that's some big science shit for how they put this shit together. Mm -hmm. Um, and their pathogens have been traced to the local cases here in the U S hmm. it's quantitative polymerse chain reaction is the gold standard for the detection of orthopox viruses, including MPXV, uh, which is the monkeypox virus for, uh, prothoprox viruses detect detected in the E9 CL DNA polymers. Spun it over with 6,200 PCR for the MPXV detection. Pretty much at all, they're saying it's it's the exact same fucking strain. 100% the same strain. Was released from the Wuhan lab. How did Wuhan get that virus? Well, here's the interesting thing. How did Wuhan get that virus? Stop. How did Wuhan get that virus? China says it's coming from the U.S. It did. Most certainly did. Fort Detrick? Came out of another deal that we signed. Oh, uh, Ukraine? Uranium One. I'm sorry, what? Uranium One. Also dealt with the transference of biological weapons back and forth from China and Russia to the United States. So how did they get the monkeypox? First question. We gave it to them. Exactly. And then they fucked around with it to make it more transmissible and more virulent, more, not more transmissible, more virulent. So it kills more people. They wanted the kill count 
up. Well, and more tra more transmissible too, because it's actually it's really hard to get monkeypox. And you're right, they are blaming it on gay white Euro debauchers. Um, it's actually I actually have a story on that. Yeah, well, they're blaming it on ass fucking. Where have we heard this before? Hello, Hiv. Um, hello, Anthony Fauci's in the background pulling strings right now, going saying you've got AIDS, not HIV, but full blown AIDS. That is thunder. God is pissed right God now. is pissed right now. Um, He's actually very angry with you. So uh, why? Because I was thinking <laughs> that yes. guys, Chinese social media users are saying that the U.S. could be the source of rise uh, in monkeypox cases with conspiracy theories stating the U.S. deliberately leaked the virus, which has now spread to at least a dozen countries. Hmm. What do you know? Uh, the infectious disease has become a trending topic on the platform after cases were found in the UK, Spain, and Australia. Chinese state media has accused the United States of intentionally spreading COVID-19, which originated in China, but has so far held back from taking the same approach with monkeypox. Either way, monkeypox is here. I can tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. um, and this is getting, this is ridiculous. This is the same fucking thing they did with COVID. We have no, what, name me a reporter out there that has said anything close to what we're talking about right now. Hold on. I actually, I got one. Of course I don't. Well, maybe I do. I might. He, uh, he's kind of hidden right now. He's, uh, I'm sorry. He's a little retarded folks, but um, you're going to have that. There you go. Okay. There it is. What reporter? It does get more crazy every day. There is not another reporter talking about this no one no the fox news isn't newsmax isn't nbc why isn't that happening you know there charlie robinson did leave an impression yeah and i gotta tell you this one there is a theory i've succumbed to now because i did a lot of research on it in just the last 24 hours did you start listening to charlie's podcast and no fuck no okay. i actually <laughs> went and started fact checking him but one okay. of the things that i haven't gotten that i i didn't know a whole lot about but now I'm kind of piecing back together a little bit here and there, a little bit there and there, because I've always tracked the Soros group because I always thought they were deeper than the WBF or any of those uh, organizations. However, after listening to Charlie, after listening, uh, talking and actually leveling both of those two organizations out. So you got a left and a right organization. The right hand never tells the left hand exactly what it's doing. Same thing on the other side. Long story short, one of the things he said that really reverberated, and I started just doing a little bit of fact checking, just started kicking around the internet going, I wonder, has this always been this way? And then I saw another video and there's another video out there of them telling you, look, this isn't why, because God said it's why. This is why, because it was predicted by these fucking retards, these fucking psychopaths, as Charlie put it, um, that are currently at the World Economic Forum. And sure enough, if you go back and look, just do your own, do your own shit on it. I'm going to give you the parameters of it. You find your left, left limit. You find your right limit. You figure out where it's supposed to be for you. But this is what I did. So I took Charlie's theory and I applied it to the news for the last five years. I put WEF meetings and I listed all the dates that they had their WEF meetings for the last 10 years. Then I took shifts, major shifts in news, like where you saw a massive uptick in news. If you go back just 10 years, just 10 years, right? There is a graph that formulates 
and it looks like this. And every time there's a spike, there's a change in the news, and there's also a WWF meeting. And I was sitting there going, you have got, I'm, I can take you out and show you my, no, nah, probably not now. Yeah. It's kind of raining outside. It's raining There's outside. fucking a lot of lightning. There, seriously. If our shit gets shut down, if our shit shuts down, it's because our just, power went out. I'm letting you know we lost our power. Yeah. Don't know if we're getting it back or when it's coming back. Hopefully. Oh, it's still, it's, it's rumbling right now. So yeah, so it's still good. We'll, we're, we're okay we don't have any minute. real wind yet. Yeah. Um, but just so you're aware with that though, are you what, aware that Sparky has bio crabs? They infect other crabs with people's. <laughs> I love our chat. <laughs> you guys can fuck up a wet dream. You really could because there it goes. But anyway, so when I put all this shit together and I looked at it, yeah, it ebbs and flows with every WEF meeting. Well, now thinking about that, using that as our placation of what's going on, that CNN basically shifts fire when the WEF farts and they finally catch wind of it. Um, and I noticed there were some things just this year alone that have kind of sparked my interest. For instance, all of a sudden we're worried about the end of the world and global warming. And then we shifted directly from that to monkeypox. Mm -hmm. Did you notice that in every downset in Trump's during Trump's presidency, if you go back and you just use the ebbs and flows of his presidency from high points, to low points, to high points, to low points and everywhere in between, right? Every time that we were at a low point, you know what the news covered? What? Climate change? Climate change. Always. That's their and fallback position. Every time that they were at a high point, what they cover? Trump. Literally, they covered Trump at their peaks, and at their low points, they said it was climate change due to Trump. Because <laughs> he's so orange. <laughs> he was reflecting too much of the sun's light, okay, apparently. I guess. Well. Maybe he farts too much. So, yes, I, I think the WEF is corrupt as all get out. However, I don't think it's as big as news as us being able to link now Wuhan, not only to monkeypox, but now understand we have the playbook. We're looking mm -hmm. for it. We're watching it. Well, let's get we into some of the- We just saw these motherfuckers do it again. Let's get into some of the WE stuff. It's a WEF stuff. It's the third, third row. There it is. So um, now I did get news over the weekend. This was very exciting. Uh, James Rogeski put out on his sub stack. He's a guy we had on two weeks ago. About the, uh, no, last week. Last week. About okay. the uh, the WEF amendments uh, or the, the WHO amendments um, to the international health regulations. So good news is that 12 of the 13 amendments have been shelved. Not shit canned, but shelved. The one that puts... Blue targets for me on the roads around here isn't. No, no, it is. It's the one The one that's still on there is the one that changes the length of time that you can refute the amendments from 18 months to six months. That's the one that's still left, which means that they can sneak, sneak it in the next round and hope that we don't figure it out um, beforehand and then it, they're in in six months. So that's why they still have this amendment on the table. That's the most important one to them because they are planners, right? If they need to push their plan out for another couple months to another couple of years, that's, that's okay. They have contingency plans for that. But this is the amendment that they really wanted to get in was the, the one that changes the amount of time that we have to dispute the amendments. Um, but so, uh, and of course, we talked about the treaty being really the smokescreen right? The big shiny objects so that you wouldn't see the amendments because those happened first. 
the treaty is still on the table. It goes into effect in 2024 if it's signed. So this is about that. Hi, you're going to die because we're going to kill you all. Respond more effectively to the next disease X or known pathogens. Unfortunately, there has been a small minority of groups making misleading statements and purposefully distorting facts. I want to be crystal clear. WHO's agenda is public, open, and transparent. WHO stands strongly for individual rights. We passionately support everyone's right to health, and we will do everything we can to ensure that the right is real. The right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. So there's some fringe minority groups that are opposing this treaty. If there's just a handful of fringe minority groups, then why are you even bringing it up? What? They're they're opposing the meeting? I, I would say that's probably like 99% of the world says, fuck you, who? Who? No, who? not you. No, definitely not. Um, but uh, so some of our stalwart reporters, I wonder if this is the same chick that met Justin down at the border from the New York Times were invited to Davos. Uh, I'll recognize her. Isn't that interesting? Um, so Rebel News, gotta love Rebel News out of Canada, went and confronted her about it. She was invited. Mm. Mm. I wonder how we get on that ticket. No shit, right? I'd like to go there. Jack Pacific would like to know, too. Apparently, I heard he was getting... <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. He, he, he got arrested, or he got detained. He has been Whatever. detained by the World Economic Forum Police Force. Yeah. Yeah, they have their own police force. Yeah, I know. Interesting. They can. Mm? Okay. One of those things. Rebecca, how are you doing from the New York Times? Can I ask you a quick question as Ivy from Rebel News? How is the public meant to believe that the New York Times is here to actually ask the tough questions when you're here as an invited guest? How are people meant to rely on the mainstream media? We have, we, if you wouldn't mind, we're just That's, having a, just if you could give us, you know, thank you. You don't want to explain to people why we should trust the mainstream media? No, of course, no comment. There we go. So that's the point here is in Davos, you have the mainstream media that are not here to report the truth. They are here as part of the event, invited guests with their white name tags. Kind of like that, actually. Yeah. Good for the Canucks. Yeah. Real good for Absolutely. the Canucks. Absolutely. Hey. I, I like what, that. Hey, what are I you like, doing here? Confront them. That's what, that's like. Confront them. That's the Cana Canadian version of Justin. And I agree, <laughs> there will be no man buns in our administration. Yes, no. And if you think about wearing one. Unless I, it's unless it's here. <laughs> I will cut it off your damn face. If you grow your beard out a little longer, I can braid it. I know. It's coming. <laughs> it's getting there. Give it a little bit more time. It's got a lot of love right now. Can I put little beads in it? With like little foil at the end? I, I was kind of thinking about going a little biker beard on it. Okay. I like that, though. That's a good idea, though. I, I think that'd be a good look on me, too. Right? We could put rubber bands in it and shit. Oh. I'd be like Captain Lou Alzado. Remember that shit from way back? Uh, maybe I just showed you all how old I am. You're fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They never have a comment. You're right, FTE, because they don't know what they're talking about all the time. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Uh, we're going to start a new par part for this, too. I'm just going to let you all know that. Did you just turn you off my light? clowns. You Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, puppies. Get out. <laughs> out. Out. <laughs> they know it's getting close to dinner time. Little pieces of shit. <laughs> Kill both of them. So, 
we're going to start a new new segment. I got to come up with a, a stinger for an entrance. And thank you, God. I will. I'll take that under advisement. <laughs> I know you're bowling right now with the Angels. Go for a strike for me. <laughs> Either way, um, I, I want to start a new one. And uh, we got to come up with a stinger for it. It's got to be like Zelensky says. Because okay. I have noticed every time Zelensky's opened his mouth and said, hey, um, I want $40 billion. He's gotten exactly what he wants. Absolutely. You Joe know what says, I, where would you like me to stick it? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have, I'm going to call Zelensky. I'm going to have Zelensky call Joe and say, Joe, you have to let the Patriot party become the new presidents of the United States. <laughs> and Joe will say, where do you want me to stick it? <laughs> and you're right, Sparky. Seamus is a big boy. He went to the vet today. He's four months old. He weighs 56 pounds. Yeah. 56 pounds. Yeah, he's four months old. <laughs> He's fucking, uh, what we like, he, he can't sleep in bed with us anymore. No, no, he can for like another week or two, but uh, the vet warned He's, me that his gross, his major gross word is coming. Like yeah. we will wake up one morning and he will be like two inches longer all the way around. Four and, inches like, longer all the way around. 30 pounds heavier. 30 pounds heavier. <laughs> just like that. All right. So, um, cause literally they right. go through one group. And Desert Beauty, you're right. Jack is a true journalist. I follow Jack uh, Jack Posobiec all the time. Uh, Mick thought he was part of the Stu Peters crowd, and I so, no Stu no, Peters does is. everything alone. No, Stu Peters does everything alone. Uh, he he's does. part of the Charlie Kirk Turning Point USA crowd. I, I they're all on that level though. I don't give a fuck who you are. Oh no, Steve Bannon and Charlie Kirk and all them. They 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 don't pay any attention to Stu Peters. Seriously, they really don't. That's funny. They always talk about it. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So Zelensky. Zelensky at the says, World Economic Forum. What does Zelensky want this time? Yeah, ex you already knew where I was going with yep. this. Mr. President, now on the first official day of the World Economic Forum Annual Meeting 2022, we convene in Davos at the most consequential geopolitical and geoeconomic moment in the past decades. Mr. President, we have all seen. Why do you always wear a t-shirt? Your courageous. I can't even on a freaking sport coat once in a while. We are eager to hear from you on what lies ahead for your country and its people, your vision for peace in Europe and the international global order, and how we can assist you, because everybody of us is affected by what's happening in your country, Mr. President. The floor is yours. Thank you. It's a great honor for me, Mr. Chairman, Professor Schwab. President Cassis, ladies and gentlemen, I'm grateful for the opportunity to take part in the discussions at the forum. The main theme for this year's Davos is history at a turning point, government policies and business strategies. This year, the words turning point appears to become more than just all right, hold on one second. I want to bring this right back just a little bit. 
because I want you guys to listen to this again. You heard it, but you didn't hear it. You're about to. Business strategies? No. This year's divorce. Hmm. Hmm. What? what? Just, just for my edification. Mm -hmm. What are all the possible definitions of divorce? Mm, a separation of... Uh... Uh, a, a couple or uh, legally binding uh, parties, um, yeah. how to corporations reset revolt from countries. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. We'll play it again because I didn't hear that. They were it's turning points for this to become more than. Government policies and business strategies. This year, they were its turning point. Oh man, this I just missed it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm grateful for the opportunity to take part in the discussions at the forum. The main theme for this year's divorce is history at a turning point. Government policies and business strategies. This year's divorces. This year, Devolves? they were its yes, turning point. I don't know. Is to become more than Devolves? just a rhetoric figure. This is really the moment when it is decided whether brute force will rule the world. If so, the force is not interested in our thoughts, and there is no need for further meetings in Davos, as there would be no reason. Davos. Brute force. This year is Davos, Davos. not okay. divorce. It's Davos. But this okay, I thought I heard it wrong. I, yeah. Well, because he, he said it weird. Divorce. Why wouldn't they? Why uh, if they're tr if they're translating to English? Why wouldn't get they get someone who speaks English properly? No shit. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway, he goes on to say <sighs> a bunch of other shit. He needs more help. He yeah, needs more blah, people blah, to blah. help him and yeah. help his people. Help his people escape is what he really primarily talks about. Yeah. Okay. Interesting though. All right. So you guys wanted to see. We've been talking about all night. Um, Jack Wasobic was outside Davos reminding the elites that. They're not as important as they think they are. They're not as elite as they think they are. Exactly. And they didn't take kindly to that really at all. I wonder why. So, um, yeah. Didn't he just like go to Turkey or something like no, that? Hung or Hungary? Hungary. Hungary. <laughs> okay. So he did go to Hungary. He was a, he, they had CPAC in Hungary. Oh. In Hungary? In Hungary. Is that next to Budapest somewhere? It is in... You're an idiot. Oh, it was in Budapest. <laughs> oh, it was in Budapest. Yeah. You don't even fucking know where the hell it is. You so don't stop. even know how to say Budapest right. Budapest. It, you just I have Budapest. A, you just it, Budapest. If you have, <laughs> look, I have an accent. If you can't hear me, tough shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh. Nobody asked you. Uh, yes, he was in Budapest, Budapest, and he decided to go to Hungary. Hungary. He, he decided he went. He was in Budapest in Hungary. Yeah. In Hungary, in and Hungary, then went to Budapest. and then he went to Davos. To where's Davos at, babe? Sweden, Geneva, Switzerland. Jesus Christ, you're an idiot. They wouldn't have it in Sweden. Sweden's currently in dispute because it's about to join NATO, and they're all getting pissy about it, and it's probably going to get attacked by Russia. So okay. Anyway, uh, so Jack back to Pacific. Yes. Uh, 
Excuse me, can I ask you why you're detaining this journalist? Can you put the phone away, please? Uh, can I ask you why you're detaining this journalist? I don't answer your question. Is it uh, not, uh, we're not able to away. report here? Please put Excuse the phone me? away. Okay. Uh, can I ask you guys yeah, why you you're can, being can detained? You, yeah, can you um, please stop filming? Then we How, can talk. Uh, why do I need to stop filming? Because I ask you to. It's the per it's my personal right because I don't like to be filmed. Okay. And it's a right in Switzerland. Um, if I don't want to. But be can filmed. I ask why he's being detained? Then I won't point the camera at you. Then I won't film you. But I would like to know why this journalist is being detained on public property. We're not, we're, what what's detained? Uh, can you explain? How come he's being surrounded right now? Is he uh -huh. allowed to leave the area? We're we're just um, making a normal police control uh, because you know it's WEF. Everything is, is very. Is there a reason sensitive. he specifically was targeted? Uh, there is a reason because we we have to have a reason to 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 uh, so control a, a what person. What was the reason? What was he doing? I don't have to tell you that. Why why you were, why are you asking me that? Uh, because this is uh, you know he's uh, there's many journalists here and I want to yeah, know why know. he specifically is being detained. There there is a reason, but uh, everything is clear now and um, we're about to leave in just a few seconds. Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, could you please now, uh, can I ask you please to delete your... Nope, not deleted. Shared on social media. Sorry, bitch. Didn't happen. Dude, Jack looks like he's about to cry, though. Mm -hmm. That's a rough one. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're in a foreign country. You're getting detained as a journalist. They don't give a fuck about your rights. They really nope. don't. Especially the, the WEF police. What do you want? What are you doing? It's not dinner time yet. Get out of Get. my smoothie. Go. He just learned to jump too. <laughs> Get out. He like just learned that. <laughs> He, he can, can bring his up. front paws up oh. and damn near get him on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, he's a big dog. He's a big dog. Anyway, so yeah, uh, but you're in a foreign country and you're being detained and you don't know why and they won't tell you why. Uh, not detained. I'm sorry. Controlled as a person. That's a, that's a rough one. So uh, you want to get to the, the last one in the, the WF ones before you hit that? That was the last no, one. No, no, no. Don't close that. You just closed it out wow. of the way. No, there's two more on the bottom there. Well, I didn't know that. You didn't say that. You well, said just the third row. It's whatever. Nobody likes you. <sighs> Nobody. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, Jack Pasovic. I I don't know. He's all right. Uh, I, I don't know how to judge him. He's an odd one to judge. Well, he was Navy Intel, so. He is a, he's difficult because it looks like he wants to fuck you with one of his fingers at the same time, but tell you the truth. It's like. All right, you're going to tell me the truth about fucking me with one of your fingers? He's got a gorgeous Ukrainian wife, I think. Or yeah, I think she's Russian or Latvian. Hungarian or yeah, Latvian. That's I think it. she's Latvian. Yeah, and uh, and a couple. Of oh, kids. can I say that one? Latvian? Are you sure it's it's Latvia? <laughs> Latvinia. It's Latvinia. Damn uh. Latvians. Damn Latvians. <laughs> Okay, yes, he is Magaposo and he is truthful and everyone has age. You're right, Biden sucks stuff. Yes. So, yeah, it is weird, isn't it, Leo? Why the fuck do they have their own police? I, I don't know. It's like um it, uh, I, I don't know. Hey, too much you. Two on the router. Get out. Jesus Christ. What the fuck is wrong with the two of you? Go. <laughs> this storm's freaking him out. Lay down. Just lay down. Holy shit. I've All never right. dealt with you guys as bad before. <laughs> 
that that's that is a great question. Normally, and the child no, keeps under control. Pasovic is. I, I don't know how to judge it. He's a tough one to judge. He kind of fits the Stu Peters type he wants manifold. Um, yet at the same time, he keeps a, I would say a more honest, I mean, I've listened to him for a while now. I've been listening to him for a hot minute. I just, uh, I don't know. Weird. Okay. It's odd. He, I, there's something about him. I can't put. Yes. He's a shifter. There, there's possibilities to that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what? It, it's it, I, I know he's a veteran. I Okay. What does that is, fucking mean? Is, I'm a veteran. What's your point? Here's okay. He, I feel like he doesn't quite go far enough. Like he gives, he tells, you know, he, he gives real news. He tells the truth, but he doesn't, he doesn't take it far enough. And maybe he just deals with the facts in front of him. And I get that. But at some point you have to understand that you're not always going to get the facts and you have to start figuring things out. And maybe that's why and, they call it conspiracy theorists. No, and they definitely don't call him that. The, the the thing that pisses me off about them, and I say them because I, I put Posobiec in the same grouping as the other one, but they love to talk about stories that have been written. There, there's nothing for them to worry about. Have you ever noticed that the ones that have the loudest voice, that scream the loudest, that pound on the desk and say, no, that's wrong. Those are the ones that have the least to lose. The ones that fucking go out there and put it all out there. They say, hey, look, this is what I've got. This is the information I've got. This is what's taking place. This is what's going on. You lost your damn mind. You see what I'm talking about? They're fucking retarded Dude, tonight. she's chewing on the fucking wall. She was literally, she's chewing on the wall. I, you better fucking go <laughs> pick that shit up before I, I end up killing her. But my point is, is that. they have the least to lose. They're reporting news that is like already been reported on two, three times over because they say it louder because they're nicer because they don't offend somebody. They get more publicity than the rest of us. And I actually bring shit that isn't even in the news yet. Yep. I, I It annoys me when I see these guys. They have the least to lose, but they stand the most to gain because they make the most money or they have the widest distribution or the most people listen to them. Okay. They're also the, when you get like that, you become faker than fuck. I have no argument or qualm in saying that the people that get to that level become fake as fuck. And they are, they, they go from this normal, like, Hey, having an argument, you know why I keep her here? She makes it real because <laughs> the two of us have opposing viewpoints Often. on a lot of shit. Yeah. However, we agree on the big shit. We still have opposing viewpoints on the smaller shit. Point being is that makes it real. There's real back and forth. Pasobic fucking. Yeah, he has a human events daily. The other one, what's his name? Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk. They're in an echo chamber, literally. They're talking to themselves. There's nobody to argue with. Yeah. And unless you're bringing people on every day, if you don't have anybody to argue with, believe it or not, eventually you begin to smell your own shit and like it. And you're like, man, that smells pretty good. 
Well, they they like to smell their own shit all the time. So why don't you go ahead and play this this uh, this clip here? Oh Jesus! I see the names and mm -hmm. I'm just sitting there going, "Yeah, these motherfuckers are dumb in their box of rocks." We are finding ourselves in a place um, where we're we have increasing polarization <laughs> everywhere, and everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online. You know, from freedom of speech to the freedom to, you know, to be free from on online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to child dignity. The right to child dignity? Mm. What exactly? We have to redefine about? what free speech is. Uh, yes, we have to redefine free speech because free speech uh, isn't what we think it is. It, it really shouldn't be free because you might hurt someone's feelings. So play camel tope. Speaking of children's dignity, I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <sighs> but you know, when you have to, when you have to censor free speech to protect the children, then, um, yeah. Well, that always has to happen. What are you talking about? I know. That's the way it works. I know. Where have you been? I mean, yeah. God forbid. We right. It's, it's two speech now. Yeah. You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, we all believe that when we talk about the children of the community, they are a children of the community. Really? Nope. They're my kids. They're not yours. They don't belong to my neighbors. They don't belong to the people across the street. They they don't belong to anybody in this community except for me. Yep. No, 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 no. Because the next time my kid fucks up, I want her to be arrested. She, it's a child of the community. Nope. You go deal with that cunt. Why? It, she told me that he was a child of the community. I'm going to let her take the blame for this one. Our kid doesn't fuck up though, because we haven't so, raised hey, him as a child of the community. We've raised him as our child. Hey, so and he has a much healthier fear of you than he does of her or any cop, to be quite honest. Hey, real quick, do me a favor. Let's just go ahead. Next time, if your kid fucks up really bad, I want you to tell the cops, Goris Kamal Harris. He's a child of the community. He's a child of the community. So actually, it's it, it'd be on the cop, right? Isn't he supposed to be? He's a part of the community. So there you go. Anyway, speaking more of children, um, sort of, did you hear that? This is fantastic. Uh, the archbishop in San Francisco said that Nancy Pelosi can no longer take communion. Correct. Yes. Because of her support for, which finally the church is standing up. It's kind of like, where the yeah. fuck have you been? Well, not the Pope, just this particular No, archbishop. I know. Just the and archbishop. And they haven't done it with Biden yet. Just, I guess she, she must have pissed him off somehow. And he well, he's like, a former military you. archbishop, so... Excellent. He's kind of got an issue yeah, with her. I think. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, so so here's what um here's what good old Whoopi had to say about that. I mean, not that I'm that sorry. thing has ever had a kid in its whole entire life. No. Uh, taking down its panties or is has like ever actually taking communion. No, I'm I'm pretty legally. sure that she she would set on fire yeah, essentially once it touched her mouth. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I'm just saying that's the reason for communion. My theory to get rid of people like Whoopi. Welcome to the view, y'all. The abortion rights battle is starting to blur the lines between church and state. The Archbishop of San Francisco is calling for Speaker Nancy Pelosi to be denied receiving communion because of her pro-choice stance. He's one of the priests who also called for President Biden to be denied sacrament. This is not your job, dude. That is not, you can't, that is not up to you to make that decision. Yes. 
Yes, you know, what is the saying? Is. It's kind of actually, Whoopi, That's since you exactly obviously don't is. know anything about Catholic dogma, let me go ahead and educate you, Whoopi, because let me bring you back to a, a part of time that you might remember because your old dusty cunt hasn't seen a dick in years. And I can put guarantee on that one because I'm sure it's seen a whole lot of tongues, but not a whole lot of dick. That being said, Whoopi. Yes, that's actually the archbishop's duty is yeah. to in make sure that his flock is receiving the sacraments that they deserve, yeah. that they've earned, um, so to speak, in a way of in a matter of speaking. And communion is not for everyone. Okay, in the Catholic Church, you can only take you can only take communion in the Catholic Church if you are a baptized confirmed a and uh good ca practicing yeah. catholic yep. meaning you have to follow the church's doctrine and if you go to say you go to an episcopal episcopal church for a, a funeral or you go to a, a lutheran church for a wedding you can't take communion there as a good catholic nope and lutherans and episcopals and other denominations episcopalians babe whatever they can wow <laughs> Dude, write that one down. <laughs> the Episcopals. Make sure but, you caps lock that bitch too, Tara. Holy but, shit. And put this one under the VLAN they, column. They cannot take communion in a Catholic church by Catholic doctrine. Yep. Um, well, and, Catherine, Catholic dogma. Whatever. But uh, again, whatever. But it has nothing to do with, it's, it, it's not blurring the lines between church and state. No. He is telling Nancy Pelosi, because she has publicly spoken out for abortion, that she is not a good Catholic and she cannot take communion in the church. He's not telling the Speaker of the House she can't take communion. He's telling Nancy Pelosi. By making them one and the same, because they're not one and the same. It's the office. <laughs> when Pelosi dies, when Pelosi dies... Love there you, Tara. will be another speaker of the house or in, you know, like six months, there will be another uh, speaker of the house and that speaker of the house. If they're Catholic, will be able to receive communion. He is not banning the office from taking communion. He is banning the person from taking communion. That's why I own that. Well, either way. Anyway, that is their job there. Whoopi. That's yep. what they're supposed to do. And uh, I have some other words for you deal with it and we don't fucking care about you it's not no about cares. you whoopee no one cares it's not about you yeah no one cares stop talking about it yeah seriously dumb bitch yeah the only people who watch oh, the, the view way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane the only people who still watch is hitting the urinal it sounds feminine mm. it is the only people that still watch the view are the ones that are trying to get the clip so that people like us can use it on our shows because we don't seriously watch the view. nobody watches the view <laughs> look here's the fine Listen, I'm um, gonna be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> okay. Well, since you brought Alex Jones into the situation, okay, um, and this kind of goes back to monkeypox, but they are pulling out hit piece after hit piece on Alex Jones because <laughs> he is fiction. saying, <laughs> "Oh man, Ellsworth, Ellsworth, killing it." Next, it's gonna be Pixkapox. <laughs> Pixkapox. <laughs> <laughs> well, has she ever ever die? Ever die? Is she real? I, I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know. Great questions. Um, 
I don't know. Um, but uh, he's like 110. Yes, I completely agree. FTE. Alex Jones went on a rant as he does. There's something medically wrong with her, too. Yeah, something's something's up, up with her. With, well, she's no, drunk, she's all, the drunk time. all the time. She's drunk all the time. Um, so Alex Jones went on a rant because he says that he thinks monkeypox came from the COVID vaccines, specifically AstraZeneca and J&J, because they use adenovirus from chimpanzees in the vaccines. Whoa. Stop that again. Say it again. Alex Jones thinks that the monkeypox came from the COVID vaccines, specifically Johnson and Johnson and AstraZeneca, because those particular vaccines were adenovirus based and they used chimpanzee viruses, adenoviruses in the vaccines. I know this is what Alex Jones said. So they're Hold like on. hit piece after hit piece. Look, here's the thing. Listen, I'm um, going to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> Alex Jones is aware that they used the denovirus in all of them, right? Uh, no, they didn't. Yeah, they, they did. did. No, they didn't. They yeah. used it in. Um, they only Pfizer's used it in got it. Uh, no, no, they because those are the ones that weren't uh, they mRNA. Were, they were extracted from. They most certainly were. That's where they changed it. That's where the snake. DNA was used in the the venom based shit was all used. The only adenovirus vector vaccines were AstraZeneca and J and J. The other ones were mRNA based. They were not adenovirus based. They are completely different. The one you got was mRNA based. It was not live. Well, I didn't get that. I got water. So. Whatever. But the one that you went and stuck your arm out for was mRNA. I got lucky. It was you did. It was not a, a viral vector. Uh, anyway, but Alex who Jones, wants their lot of numbers for tomorrow? So night. Um, the thing is though they're all coming out and saying well it's not a live attenuated virus yada yada so he has to be wrong which the fact that they've come out with like a half a dozen hit pieces on him already about this tells me that he's probably right again but anyway i'm just i'm just saying uh a boneless chicken said i've seen photos of vex injuries that look a lot like the monkeypox images that's me too yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh no yeah we're, we're not disagreeing with you we're so, completely agreeing with you yeah um, anyway, so Biden, Joe, what's up, Joe? What did, what did, what Joe, did, are you lost? Where's he going, folks? Oh, he's going left. No, did, no, what no. What did Obama say about Biden? Um, only so, he could fuck this up. Stand by folks. No, no, no Yeah. No. Uh, le yeah. Le Joe can fuck anything up. Or yeah. Leave it to Joe. Joe can fuck it up. Yeah. Seriously. Do that in front of a waterfall. What? You can't hear a fucking thing. They said, what did he say? He said, they said, they asked him, what do you have to say to North Korea? And he said, hello, period. His teleprompter obviously blipped out. He read the period. Apparently. But yeah, hello, period. That's what he has to say to Kim Jong-un. Hello, period. period. Uh, okay. Are you a woman, Joe? Are you bleeding? Yeah. What's going on, bud? Hmm? Who knows? Maybe. Joe, where's he going? He might be. Joe, where are you going? No, 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 no. You get back on track. No, Joe, take it right, right, Joe. Bushes, bushes. There you go, Tara. Never underestimate Joe's proclivity to fuck things up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so right. No argument there. And this is who we didn't elect to be president. Yeah, this is this is who got, remember, this is who got, but because ridiculous as, amount of voting, 80 Bannon million says, votes. Uh, elections have consequences and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. And here we are. Catastrophic. Should Americans be prepared for a recession? In your view, 
is a recession in the United States inevitable? No. Why not? Look, you're, you're talking about the significant progress we've made in making sure we don't have supply chain backups, about the 8,000 jobs that Hyundai is going to be bringing to uh, Georgia, 3,000 jobs uh, to Texas and Samsung, $17 billion investment, Toyota, 1,700 jobs in North Carolina uh, on battery technology, the situation where we're at, uh, uh, we've created over 8 million new jobs where unemployment's down to 3.6% and so on and so forth, as if they're a problem. Imagine where we'd be with Putin's tax and the war in Ukraine had we not made that enormous progress. Did he just say Putin's tax? He did say Putin's tax. He's blaming inflation entirely on Putin now. Yep. I, I don't need to hear any more of this. Yep. Uh, wow. What a fucking Imagine gigantic. where we'd be if Putin's tax, uh, you know, and uh, the war in Ukraine hadn't fucked everything up for us because we were going along so nicely until just two months ago. Actually, we were going so nicely up until January of 2019. 2020. Or 2020. 2021. I mean, election was November 2020. We were going very well until January of 2021. Yeah. And uh, with the 71 executive orders in the first day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's so fucking full of shit. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. This but this, this one takes the cake. No, right? there, there's no way that you're taking that cake. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Are you going to steal it? You're mm -hmm. trying to run away with it? Yeah. It's well, good cake. I didn't get any cake yesterday at the uh, the party we went to. After the rally, we went to a party. Anyway. Kind of sort of. Yeah. It was for a bunch of kids, folks. Come on. Yeah. We're not like that. Okay. Secretary Yellen said recently that some of the tariffs on Chinese imports impose more harm on consumers and businesses and aren't very strategic. Do you share that view and are you considering taking down some of those tariffs? I'm, I'm talking with the secretary when we get home. I am considering it. We do not impose any of those tariffs. They're imposed by the last administration and they're under consideration. So... <sighs> yeah. Let's pay off China. Nothing is my fault. Mm -hmm. Everything is my, the prior administration's fault. Mm -hmm. uh, I have done nothing to start recession. I've done nothing to make anything worse on the American people. So and you're absolutely right. Uh, who put, who put that? Uh, fucking a man. You're on it. Putin's again. tax. Putin's tax it actually is called NATO sanctions. I was going to say nacho sanctions, but yeah, that would be if sanctions. Putin's tax was in, Spanish. It would be called Nacho Sanctions. You're so racist. Okay. I'm I'm Latino. What are you talking about? So I was listening. I can say that. I was listening today actually to Mike Adams' podcast from Friday because I was a little behind because we've been a little crazy all weekend. Um but uh it was he brought he brought something up that I'd almost forgotten about. It was in the back of my head. Do you remember when um, gruesome sent all that money tax, like millions of taxpayer dollar, or a billion, a billion dollars to California, uh, to China from California to an electric car company for N95 masks that never showed up. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? 
You said it was on the back of your head. You're an idiot. <laughs> so. Uh, I was looking for it. So what happened to that money? A billion dollars of taxpayer money from California to China to an electric car company, which you know is run by the CCP, for N95 masks that never came back and the money never came back. So what happened to that money? Probably with the Ukraine. Actually, Mike Adams says, uh, and he was talking to Jaron Nyquist about this, apparently, um, that half of that money went right back into Gruesome's pockets. That doesn't surprise me. And the other half, uh, as a pay as essentially as a payoff for when the Chinese land on the shores of California, and Newsom's going to basically stand down the National Guard and let 100 million Chinese invade through California. Wouldn't surprise me. Before November 1st, because we got, we can't have the midterms. So anyway, um, well, we're, we're not going to come out and say that we're just going to allude to it. We don't allude to anything. We come out and say whatever we want. No, I got you. But then we're, I'm saying we're, what no, Mike Adams we're, said. we're no better than the, I, I gotcha. I'm, I'm telling you what Mike Adams said on his podcast. The folks that make these predictions about, Oh, January 6th is going to happen. And it didn't. I gotcha. But I'm just, I'm saying this is... Even Q didn't do that. This actually came from a transcript of an intercepted phone call. Yeah, I gotcha. I, I, I know generals, what you're talking about. And they put the data in effect, not anyone else. So, um, but anyway, it just, it, it brought to, where'd all that money go? Hmm. So now we're, we're sending all this money off, right? Where, where's all that money really going? Is it it's the bottom one, non-mentis or uh, mentis non-compos. Mentis non-compos, yeah. It's so POS, not PAS. So now we are we're removing all the possibly removing all the sanctions from China. Is that just yet another payoff? It possibly could. So be. we can stand down the the army when the Chinese invade us. Or maybe I don't know. Joe's going to get on all fours and give him a blowy at Kamala's direction. I, I, I think he already did that. Oh, anyway, but go, go ahead. Is this the next one or is this the same one? I before? think it's the next one. Okay. I think. I don't think so. I think you set up this. I think it's the same one. No, I don't think so. I I don't, okay. Yeah, you're right. You didn't want to get involved in the Ukraine conflict militarily for obvious reasons. Are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? Yes. You are. That's the commitment we made. No, we, we are not. Look, here's the situation. We agree with the one China policy. We signed <laughs> on it and all the attendant agreements made from there. But the idea that that it can be taken by force, just taken by force, is just not is just not appropriate. It will dislocate the entire region and be another action similar to what happened in in uh, in Ukraine. And so it's a it's a burden that is even stronger. No, no, so no. So apparently, no. when Understand. that happened, when he said that, every everyone in his cabinet that was in that room like puckered up real tight and grabbed for their cell phones, and they're like, "We need to fix this right now." Abe Lincoln shifted in his chair, grabbed his phone, and started texting immediately. Mm -hmm. That being said, understand that a person standing behind that seal, if he says anything different than what's already been produced by the United States, he's resetting precedent for the United States. It's for all of us. I don't know if liberals realize this the first time around that electing a mouthpiece as retarded as this one, you're going to get some new policy when this dumbass steps in front of a camera. 
That being said, he stood in front of the camera the other night. He said this shit. This completely shifts our standing binding agreement with China. China now is going to start looking at us as more of an enemy than oh, you're friendly sometimes. This is an issue. This will plunge us in to another fucking war. They went back all weekend reneging on what Biden said. Oh, well, he didn't mean that. What he meant was he didn't really change policy. So look, this is my thing. The next time that I'm accused of shooting someone in the face with a rifle. The next time that's happened before. Of course. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Normally I shot him in the dick. I mean, seriously, that is what your reputation is for. So, well, I'm just saying the next time I have to be different. You have to evolve. Personalities have to evolve. People have to evolve. As I get older, Serial killers have to evolve. Correct. What's your point? <laughs> that being said, this shifts policy. You can't go around starting fights that we don't have fights with yet. And it would just give China more reason to invade us before they invade Taiwan, because if they invade Taiwan and we've already committed to defending Taiwan with our military, then they are going to be fighting a war on two fronts. But if they invade us first and take us over, then it's just an easy, quick hop and a jump to Taiwan. So I, I'm going to say that that's, that's no shit. Like literally they are, um, it, it, I don't know what games being played. I haven't figured out the game yet, but I, well, I, I know what games being played. I just don't know wh where we're at in the inning, whether we're two up with uh, three on or sitting with one out or we're sitting with one on with fucking two outs. I'm not sure where this, where we sit yet in that aspect, but they're either picking a fight on purpose or they're setting something else up. The fear is that it's the latter, not the, the first one. The first one means that the military goes out in front of us and they absorb. Um, and as, um, uh, trash man green said, uh, you better get more bullets, a hundred million, million. You say actually Mike Adams said a hundred million and they can't stand up a hundred million today, but they will be able to within, six months. Uh, I, I can tell you right now that right now the military would probably take about, mm, I don't know, probably between five and mm, probably about nine, 900,000 of that hundred or 900,000 or whatever, 900 million, whatever, whatever the next lowest, 90 million, 90 million, or 99 million, 99 million of that out. But we'd still have a million to contend with on the ground here. And, um, there's only 10,000 in Ukraine. Think about how that's going. We got less, we got, we got enough people. I think that we can make that happen. Um, we got enough armed civilians that can make that happen. So I'm not too worried about that either. Uh, but what's left afterwards is the worry, uh, whether they use nukes or not is a worry. I don't think they would because um, they want our land, whether or not they use chemical weapons or not is a worry. Again, these are all worries. These are all things we have to sit back and think about because this is what this country is capable of. They have no problem killing their own. They sure as hell don't have a problem killing us. Yeah. So just remember that this is, this is it folks. I mean, this is this fight that we're in. Everybody talks about it as good and evil. Yes, it is good and evil, but it's a good and evil of man. 
it's not a good and evil of the devil or God. It's the good and evil man. We have free will, something God gave us. If you read the Bible, you know about free will. You know about how it is your free will to choose the difference between the good and the evil. Um, on this plane, supposedly, according to what I've heard, um, they can only influence us. They cannot make us do things. They can only influence. And it's only the stronger influence that always wins out, right? Yep. But it's also the purity of heart. So everything plays into that from your conception through adulthood. All of that that you've been taught your whole entire life plays into that. So your purity of heart at the time in which you're placed in that scenario in which you have to make that decision between good and bad, um, those are just they're them trying to influence you. This is past influence. This is to the point now where they're talking about direct invasion with no one standing up to fight back. How many Americans, um, just really quick, I'll just take a poll of what we got online. How many of you are going to just take a back seat when the blue helmets and the Chinese come rushing in here? I'd fair to say it would be a tougher, they would have an easier fight with a porcupine than they would with us. Because I got a feeling that if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to find somebody who does and you're going to fall in line and you're going to know exactly what to do at the, the time that it needs to be done. I, I used to tell all my guys, especially when I went behind the fence, behind the fence, I told them all. I said, look, motherfuckers, I am older than you. I said, yeah, most of you motherfuckers can outrun me. Yeah, probably do more push-ups than me too. I ain't never seen one of you motherfuckers take a bullet off the chest, nor have I ever seen a man die who wasn't tired. So you got a choice. You can run. You're just going to die tired. You can fight, but you're just going to die tired. Because the one thing I know that you motherfuckers don't know is about life. Life sucks. Life is a downhill roller coaster that doesn't seem to stop giving. It just gets and increases deeper and deeper and deeper as long as you live it. I have learned enough in life to keep that roller coaster at a pretty level plane to where we're inching down that hill instead of racing down that motherfucker. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times in your life where it feels like that bitch is barreling full steam ahead and you have no wheels. Where'd my fucking wheels go? I have no idea how I'm going to stop this motherfucker. That being said, there's the other side of life where you're involved with the right people, you meet the right people, and all the decisions almost seem to play right in line with what's going to happen, and you're going to end out that course. I can tell you have gone down both roads, and that's an honest, swear to God, true statement, been down both roads. I've been down the road where I thought, eh, you know what? This seems like it's the right decision, and then I realized the wheels were no longer even on the cart, and I was like, fuck, how do I stop this? I've also been on that cart where I could control the whole slope of the hill the whole way down. Point being, at the end of the day, when all of this plays out, no matter how this works out, this is all about how we treat each other and what we do to each other. We can fight. I'm not worried about that. I'm sure every one of you are a stiff upper lip, stonewall fucking patriot, will fucking die to the death for this country, for the red, white, and blue. I'm not arguing that. The only people that aren't going to be able to do that are the people that are told, hey, it's time to do patriot shit, and they shit themselves and they run away. Those are not the ones I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about them. 
I am talking about the group of us that once that shit starts to understand what goes behind that shit, the type of things you have to do that you will be asked to do. Um, if you get squeamish about murder, this is not the time to talk about it. That will not be the time to bring that up. You're too late. You're in the middle of it already. It's not that far off. Every time that we look at this clock, I say it's, yeah, it's 47 seconds, 36 seconds. It's 85 seconds, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't matter. At the end of the day, when you look at this, we're so close right now. They don't even talk about it on the news. Tell me, the last time they talked about the doomsday clock was when Donald Trump was in office. Why is that? Why? They don't do it when the liberals in the office mm. because it's always worse. Mm -hmm. Republicans in office, they start talking about it immediately. Why? Because they can back that bitch off 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Put a liberal in office, it's less than a minute. We've been at less than a minute now for a while. The national doom, the international doomsday clock, whatever the fuck, that's all controlled by the new world order too, by the way, just so you're aware, don't get pissy when you hear that there's a different time because there is a different time. There is the Davos funded group. That's the oldest one that's been around since Davos has been able to control it or since Soros or fucking, uh, what's his nuts? Um, the other fucking hair Klaus Schwab, Klaus Schwab yep. has been able to fucking control it. There is another one that started. They call it the black and doomsday clock. The black doomsday clock has us a lot closer than what the Davos funded one has us at. Mm, I'm sure. So just keep in your back, of your mind, this isn't too far off. And I'm telling you tomorrow's going to be a, we're going to know tomorrow. It's going to be a hell of a day. We're going to see how many Patriots are ready to do Patriot shit. Because I can tell you right now, I know of four different groups just in the state of Georgia alone. They have probably close to 35,000 members per group. And I can tell you what they're doing tomorrow. They are camping out. They are videotaping. They are photographing. They are watching every motherfucker that walks up to every ballot box tomorrow. They're going to follow cars. They're going to find out where these little buildings are that they were hiding ballots in last year. The NGOs? Yes. These people are already aware of them. They're already doing it here in the state of Georgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're already cheating. No, 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 no. I'm not saying they're oh, cheating. They've been. The four groups oh. have already been staking this shit out. They, they took the 2,000 mules idea and ran with it. Yep. Good. Good for them. Excellent. They are already working on it. I'm telling you, Georgia's more of a powder keg than you realize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Wix Fixin roll up a little bit. She said she was listening to a favorite podcaster and, uh, and they said, uh, there it is. They said, get ready because they want civil war and it's coming and we have to make fight to make sure it doesn't come to that. And they do want civil war. They've wanted us in a civil war for quite some time now. They've not been able to achieve that. So if they can't get us to fight each other, then they're going to bring someone in, someone else in to fight us, to destroy us. So I, 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 I got to tell you, it, this is, uh, this is the fear. And I, I, I know I have nothing to fear. I'm not worried about it because I know all you crazy bastards, we're going to have some fun. We're going to be the ones out there smiling. There's a Whenever reason you, I've been training my dogs to beat the crap out of each other. When, when there are other people that shriek, turn and cry in fear, we're going to be the motherfuckers out there just kind of giggling. <laughs> this is fun. I can't wait. 
Oh, this is gonna be so much fun. I'm shooting eight motherfuckers in the face. That's exactly what my thought was every time that I came up over that pair of pit going, I'm gonna shoot eight motherfuckers in the face. And there was not even one I could see. I'm like, fuck. Well, gonna have to figure that one out again. See, and I'm just thinking Seamus is gonna knock your ass to the ground and Annie's gonna come through and rip your throat out. Well, you hope. <laughs> Those two bitches will get thrown off by a fucking Seamus is Get a sweet dog, but Annie is vicious. So anyway, uh, in quick news, <laughs> yeah, like uh, well, oh, fuck it. We'll get to this tomorrow. This is all fuck it news. I grabbed it because I thought it'd be fun to talk about. Uh, either way, uh, real quick, uh, we're going to do a little bit of a programming change for Saturday. Saturday is going to change. We will have details up and coming. Yes, that is a complete dick tease for all of us because um, we got more to follow on that. With that, tomorrow night, we've got who? Uh, tomorrow night we have Greta, not Greta Thunberg. Um, oh man, I was hoping I was going to have the climate change expert on here. <laughs> no, we have, uh, so I could destroy her. I just farted. Did I change the environment? You did. No, we have Greta Crawford on. Warmer? She's a remdesivir survivor. There you go. Yep. So she'll be talking to us about, uh, hospital protocols. She's got a, a website now or an organization that she's fighting these hospital protocols. So we'll get into all that tomorrow. Um, so. And if you live in Georgia tonight, think about it, where you're going, how you're going to vote. Um, I might put it out. I have a uh, ballot for Georgia. I'm going to go ahead and fill mine out tonight so you can see how I did it. Mm -hmm. If you want to go that route, go that route. If not, I got you. You go your route. You do you. Uh, I'm not going to fucking tell you how to vote. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to show you how I'm voting, the way I'm leaning, who I'm going towards. Because right now I can tell you that I got some surprises in there because I heard some shit today that, uh, and I, I, well, actually we heard it yesterday hmm. about old Herschel Walker. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You know, again, great football player. Don't care. That, uh, I pisses me off that he played for the Cowboys or ended his career with the Cowboys. He did start with the Eagles though. So, Hip hip hooray for that. However, outside of that, though, um, and other than being a Georgia legend, um, obviously playing for national championship team, winning the Heisman Trophy, so on and so forth. Um, as a politician, he kind of sucks, folks. Uh, literally, we went on his website again. It's like nothing. There's nothing there. Uh, a little scary. Um, he's really running only off of Trump's back. Um, the only problem is, is when it comes down to the Senate race, um, there aren't many other choices. That's my only issue because the other one was uh, Sadler. Um, you can vote for him if you'd like. Uh, I just, I asked him to come on here, have a, sh do a show with us. Yep. He declined. He declined. I sent him back a message and in my email, which was pretty scathing. I said, um, well, that's a bold it's move a bold there. Cotton. Cotton. Yep. Bold move. Bold move. Um, I would decline a podcast based out of my state because they're not going to talk about it on the air. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we uh, we talked to we or I uh, heard a guy last night. Um, the other one that's running for Senate. I, I don't like him either. Uh, All right. Josh Clark, he's running for Senate out of uh, Georgia. Uh, I actually liked him. Yeah, but he showed up at Candace Candace's he rally. Was invited to Candace's rally to speak. I got you, but he showed up to Candace's rally just to get a fucking head nod from Mike Lindell. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I did. He showed up for five minutes, dude. Just so Mike Lindell, like four minutes before that, they said, oh, Mike Lindell's going to be coming out and making another special surprise announcement. 
because he said he'd been talking to he'd been in the green room talking to Mike for like 30 minutes or whatever. And Mike Lindell really liked him and liked what he had to say. And I liked what he had to say while he was on stage. You don't like him because you think he went there for a Lindell endorsement. That's, yes. What's the problem with that? I don't like that. Why not? Because you, you don't go to another candidate's rally and say, I need your endorsement. I don't think that's what he did. They were just talking about mm -hmm. politics. And I don't Mike think so. What he had to say. I don't think so. Were you there in the room? Do you no, know the conversation? No, no, I don't. But that's not why. That's I mean, why if I'm Candace not, invited him and, it, and Mike Lindell liked what he had to say enough to stop. endorse him, then I'm good with that. Tell me something. Everybody, go ahead and just comment real quick. Jump on your little fucking yeah, talk who, boxes there. right here? No, 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 no. Does it, does it sound sleazy that he did that or does it sound okay via VLINs? Do you know that he did that? I, I can assume. You're assuming, assuming, what is assume? I, I got you. It makes an ass out of you and me. Uh -huh. However, More with that, me. I can watch. I saw what happened on stage. I saw the shifting and everything else. I'm saying it right now. It looked very suspect. Uh, I don't know. I liked what he had to say. So how many Super Bowls did the Eagles win? One. The only one that matters. One. And Mick was alive for it. It made his entire life. Like he could have died at any point after that and been Right. Happy. I mean, minutes after it. <laughs> and been completely happy. Fuck yes. Lazy as fuck. But we don't Thank know you. that that was the case. He was invited to go to Candace's rally to speak. Even Tara said, I don't think it's sleazy See? per se. Sarah said, I don't think it's But it's like, eh, I don't Manipulation know. Manipulation maybe. But again, he was Thank invited you. to Candace's rally spot. to speak. Put on the spot in front of all the followers that were there. He was invited to Candace's rally to speak. He got into a conversation with Mike Lindell in the back room. Mike liked what he had to say and gave him his endorsement. Look, all I'm saying is it sounds very shake weighty. All right? Shake weight, you know. I'm I'm just saying have a little You girls more, used to know about it. Have a little more faith in people. Maybe not everybody is as corrupt as you think they are. Normally I'm right though about this type of shit. Yeah. Normally I can smell this shit a mile away. See? Calculated, I guess. I've done that kind of stuff. You have too. I'm not saying that, but you don't do it in politics. There's things you do. You, of course you do it in politics. You do it more in politics than anywhere else. I I I, I don't know. I'd never do it. I guess I'm then you're not gonna win. I never thought I was. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure. Where, where. Let me get to the surprise real quick for me. You could always get 66% off your pillows, Sparky, because we've had a promo code for mypillow.com. Uh, yeah, Defiant. Defiant. Promo code Defiant. Holy shit. Are, Sparky, are you throwing? Oh, man. Look Seriously. at you. Holy shit, Sparky. So, Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, I, I Yeah. Have I no True motives have no need for camo. Exactly. So, and uh, but we don't know what his true motives were because you weren't in that room. You don't know what happened. You don't know what happened during that conversation. And I would think if he was seeking Mike Lindell's endorsement, Mike Lindell is canny enough to know that and wouldn't give it to him. Unless you're put on the spot and it's in, all done under pressure. My, I don't, Mike Lindell doesn't cave to pressure like that. I don't know. Uh, I'm just saying. I, I just thought it was a sleazy move. That's all. It made me. It made me feel like I needed a shower. If I feel like if I talk to you and I feel like I need a shower afterwards, automatically. But you didn't talk to him in person. You're automatically assuming the worst of him. Whereas I'm not because honestly, because I like Mike. I I trust Mike Lindell's judgment, character judgment. 
more than I trust Donald Trump's at this point. So you trust Michael Lindell's character judgment over mine? You haven't actually met him in person. I don't need to. Obviously you do. How can you judge someone's character by listening to them for 10 minutes and then just making assumptions about something that happened without being there or getting any kind of a story? I can see it. Whatever. You talk about your fucking gay. No, no, no. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. Because you talk about your gay ass auras. So get the fuck out of here. No, I talk about my gut feelings. If exactly. This is, if this is a gut feeling, then okay. My All gut right. feelings. My so spidey senses. Senator? I don't know yet. That is one that'll be, that's going to be a tough one because I'm going to have to pick for between the lesser or two evils. I can't say that Herschel's the way I'm going to go, but I, I honestly, this, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. I'm going to be sitting there looking at the sheet for a minute. I, I'm just saying, I think it's a sleazy thing to do. It's not something you do. Um, a gentleman wouldn't do that. You're not supposed to, um, especially you're going to a lady's rate. And, oh, dude, you, you keep your mouth shut. You sit in the corner and call it. If Mike Lindell like stepped out and offered it to him, that would be a completely different story. That's how I took it. But that's not the way I took it. Why? Because Mike Lindell came out and said, I've been talking to this man for the last 30 minutes, which means he's never talked to him before in his mm -hmm. life, which tells me that no. Mike Lindell didn't offer him dick. I bet that motherfucker crawled in there on all fours asking for it. Maybe. Mike may have done a line or two off his back. And, and, you and, never know. And to give you credit, um, he did say, uh, what was his name again? Josh Clark? Yeah. He did say that he grew up like, he grew up so poor that the poor made fun of them for being poor. Like one of 10 kids, his mom was a homeschool mom, homeschooled other kids. Um, you know, dad made barely enough for them to survive. Honestly, when you're that poor, you do what you have to do to get ahead. So maybe you're right. What? How am I right? I'm confused as to how I'm right now. Well, maybe he has less scruples than we do Oh, because of our white privilege. Yeah, but he was way more white than I was. Yeah, but he was I'm Latino too. But he wasn't so. nearly as privileged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either way all right uh, uh we're done we've blown up our spot tonight so either way <laughs> tomorrow night uh tomorrow georgia if you're listening please go vote 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 and if your states are coming up here shortly in the near term please send me an email drop us a line we will get into them we'll go knee deep into your state if you want i'll pull it up to my fucking knees past my hips um and i will be happy to destroy your candidates that are coming forward um I just, uh, tomorrow's important. Tomorrow's going to show us a lot of what's going on. I think tomorrow's a better, they said that Pennsylvania gives you the pulse of the, of America, uh, as in a carotid artery type pulse, because it is one of the first primaries to jump off the board. One of the bigger States first primaries to jump off the board this year. I think we're going to be putting our fingers in our buttholes. I think we're coming down to Georgia this year because, uh, this is going to show us a lot of what's coming forward. And, uh, it'll be really interesting to see how Georgia ends up tomorrow. I'm kind of, um, I'm interested to see how much they cheat tomorrow, um, because we're going to know. We got enough people down here that are done with this shit, folks. I can tell you it's a, it's tighter down here than uh, most of you can even, I, I, it, there's a lot of tension down here. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Holy shit. I'm sorry. This just came through really quick before we go. Um, the Brooklyn half marathon was on Saturday. Yeah. 16 runners collapsed and one of them died. And they were all vaccinated. Every single one of them. 
16 runners collapsed at the Boston half marathon, not even the full marathon, the half marathon. And then, and I guess it was a 17th one who died. Holy shit. Okay, great. Anyway, so anyway, Dr. Doom has wow. just re reared her ugly head I'm yet so once again. Yeah. So uh, again, vote tomorrow and uh, everybody else. Uh, we will see you back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Um, and we will definitely be covering uh, the numbers as they come out. I'm going to try and figure out how to put up a, a ticker here. Um, and yeah, uh, I wonder if for comparison what the numbers were last year as compared to this year. Uh, or you mean primary wise or because our, our midseason primary stuff is always way below our national. So far, early voting primary uh, votes are double what they were in 2020. Yeah, which is good because normally if you show up early and you vote early, a lot of the times they give that to the independent or the unknown. So it this point, that would mean that there's a lot of people that are showing up voting for Candace right now. Yeah. There's a possibility that's not so true. It works both ways. I mean, who knows? Like, we have double the number of votes in early voting that they had in the entire primary in 2020. Yes. Okay. It was. It's like well, 800,000 we to 400,000 we so far. We weren't voting for half the shit we're voting for no? this year. Uh, the last time that we voted like this was 2018. 2018, that would be the last big primary that we had like this midseason. And we're still double the votes on that. I want to say it was 250,000 in 2020 and yeah, like they're up three, over 325,000, right 795,000. Oh, it, it was 70, like 325,000 in 2018. Right now we're at almost 800,000. So. We will easily hit a million. I got a, I got a feeling we're making a dent. We're going to see how this one plays out. It'll be real interesting tomorrow. Can't wait to see what happens. So either way, uh, get ready because uh, yeah, it, it's Ooh, on the it's rise. It's going to be fire. Yep. They yeah. want it. We're, we'll bring it. I'm betting Candace is going to win straight out. I, I'm thinking the same thing yeah. after what I saw yesterday and some other stuff. You'll see in the video when I put it out. Uh, she had some fire. She was really yeah. spitting fire, folks. Yep. Uh, either way. Okay. Uh, have a good night, folks. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Later. Uh, I forgot. For the you make. did. And V Lynn. All right. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> have a good night. served out in Afghanistan and now he's back living with me he can't afford good health care then he sees illegals get it all for free I thank the Lord I've got a dang good job and an extra beat-up truck that he can drive around the farm and try to make a couple extra bucks I'm wanted all for free That don't sit well with me I pledge allegiance to this flag It's part of who I am I don't kneel for the anthem Ever have and never will The only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me Was an ass-kicking patriotic good mentality some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it. Here's to the American Savage.
have to defund welfare and deputize 10 million more today. You want a civil war, you about to get one, cause it's time to drop dead weight. Just give me one hard worker, I don't give a damn what color that he is. We come from different places, I just wanna know, do you have any grit? Some want it all for free, that don't sit well with me. I pledge allegiance to this flag, it's part of who I am. I don't kneel for the anthem, ever have and never will. The only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me. Was an ass-kicking, patriotic, good mentality Some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it It's to the American Savage If evil is knocking outside of the gate I say let them in, lock and load and we wait Knocking outside of the gate I say little man Lock and load and we wait I pledge allegiance to this flag It's part of who I am I don't kneel for the anthem Never will, don't give a damn The only thing that my ancestors Ever gave to me Was last kicking patriotic Good mentality Some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it. Here's to the American savage. American savage. So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life. Their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state 
and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get-go. Uh, we told her that we'd support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, It's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, okay, I, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This, this, this is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you and, uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So folks, again, culturealife1972.com use promo code Patriot party, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right. Thank you.